hi, hello. It is the 52nd episode of the one-year anniversary, kind of, a little bit. Technically, next week is, like, closer. But that's the start of season two, baby. You know, let's go. What's the difference between seasons one and two? Um, we're louder this time. <laughs> we become more obnoxious. That's our character arc. We, may, we, yeah, we scream talking. into the camp. We, I mean... We already scream, but we scream more. <laughs> That's our character arc for season two. Year two of our the podcast. Our character arc is uh, no more Mr. Good Guy. Yeah, we're, we're mean to each other now. We <laughs> insult each other. <laughs> we're letting our, ins- our wolves come out now. Yeah, we, we're going oh. to jerk off live on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> on Twitch. Right Whoa! <laughs> Ayo! No, I think kick would. And then we'll say simp and get banned. <laughs> Let's go. That's true. Um, we'll so, jerk off in the hot tub. Mm, yes, hot tub stream, my favorite. So, <laughs> we we don't have energy drinks today. I'm sorry, folks. The traditions are broken. I failed you all. We're already yeah, fucking up this episode. It wasn't that great. Peach is a, is an acquired taste. It's an acquired. You know, I could drive to the nearest Casey's and purchase <laughs> if you'd like me to keep this trend going. But otherwise, <laughs> we're good right here. I don't so, want to support Logan Paul. Well, that's prime. Zoa is the funny oh, yeah, rock Zoa. man. Yeah. <laughs> the funny rock man. He scan- the people he was supposed to give a refund to, he's not giving them a refund now. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that. <laughs> Amongst many other things that he's done. Ah, yes, a body. Let's show this on camera. <laughs> like, let's... Yo, wait a minute. You're not supposed to do that. So, the, I I keep saying this episode's gonna be long. I don't actually know if it's gonna be very long. But I think... We'll kind of just do whatever. I don't know if we'll do the website. Like, live. That's gonna be boring. This is us... Clicking? Just clicking. <laughs> That's it. There's nothing else. Just obnoxious clicking noises. And then we'll be like, oh, we should put that there. Oh, yeah. We at Chillmart aspire to many <laughs> great things. We at Chillmart are also very lazy. <laughs> Just white background. <laughs> Will we change our logo? Probably not. <laughs> Season two, we add a freckle to one of the characters in the logo, so it's different. This time they're both peace signs. <laughs> yeah, man. And there's like a there's like hippie psychedelia colors behind them. That's the big difference. Where we're hippies, <laughs> neither of us can grow beards, but we'll get there. Um, so I have like a lot of news, but before we do, I want to say that outside of movie recommend, because neither of us watched it, we are bringing back everything. For this episode. So a new meme movie review. A new meme movie. We're doing a ranking of movies we've already seen. We are doing another Oscars. Because it just kind of lined up with the three weeks. And, um... Maybe? Something else? I don't know. Probably not. Anywho. Oh, and a reboot. We're doing a reboot. We're doing a reboot. So... Okay. So it's going to be a long episode? It's going to be a long one. That's why I planned this. Okay. So let's start with the news however i think i gotta pause it because there's a lot of trailers that we haven't talked about the past month that i think you might need to check up on i did not watch dune part two so i'll pause it right now Uh.
So you want to start with that? Yeah. Dutch trailers. So there's Dune. There's Dune. The the second trailer, I guess. I think it definitely it shows its hand more about what the story actually is. Because people, I don't think, know what it's really about. They're kind of just like, oh, a funny sci-fi world. But <laughs> it's not. It's like an anti-white savior story. He's the bad guy. But they... And people that were complaining about the first movie about that stuff are stupid. <laughs> like the, it's the, like I didn't really even watch that many trailers for the first Dune. You know, I watched like the first one. And I I just it's just I'm just there for Den Dennis because Dennis. I know he can like yeah wow cool sci-fi but he can actually have some depth to it like in Blade Runner so and Arrival and Arrival. But it has, it's been a long time since I watched Arrival. And I, I can't wait to watch it again. Off of the ranking. Eventually. Yeah. We'll get to that. Um, it looks good. I like that it's not just the same score again. Like, Because the first trailer was just the same music again. I was like, oh. Well, they have man. to get the Oscar. They do. <laughs> Hans Zimmer wants a third. <laughs> he's, just, he's like, mmm. I want another. Like, Howard Shore won two for Lord of the Rings. But that's like I don't know. <laughs> I'm I I don't know. I the only thing I'm questioning is I feel like the first one was just like a small little sliver of what actually was, and this movie's gonna be too cramped. But I don't know. Maybe that maybe there's less in the book that happens than I'm thinking of. Well, because they and a uh, lot of it's just lore in the book. Lore. There's so much that and they cut out a ton of stuff hmm. from the book, like. Like, apparent, like, one of my favorite scenes from the first half of the book is, like, a party scene where it's, it's like, it's all about, like, it's only words, but you can almost, like, see or hear, like, their voices as, like, you're reading it. And it's just, like, a, it's, like, it's a political dinner. So people are, like, talking about politics, but, like, people are, like, reading each other. It's, like, really cool. And apparently they filmed it, but they deleted it. Well, wait for the extended cut. Six hours. Oh, Six hours. Cut. He said Denis says he doesn't. He's he doesn't want to make it the that like an extended one because he thinks the base one is just fine. What a Chad. <laughs> Chad Dennis versus Virgin Zack Snyder. <laughs> Everything has to have an extended cut. Oh, I'm singing. Didn't, I mean, just a side thing didn't. Didn't Henry Cavill said he preferred <laughs> Zack Snyder because it was No, he, he preferred the Joss Whedon cut. Yeah. That's that pretty sense, funny. it's not bloated. <laughs> yeah. That's a whole nother debate with the extended cuts. But the next one was Driving... Drive, Drive Away, Away dolls. dolls. So this is from Ethan Cohen. Joel Cohen is not a part of this. Normally they're together. But it's, it's Ethan Cohen and his wife are doing a... a, a like... Another classic Cohen comedy in the vein of like Big Lebowski, uh, Burn After Reading, I um, kind of Oh Brother Where Art Thou, but that's just like another comedy of theirs. But it's not really about like money as opposed to like Big Lebowski and uh, Burn After Reading. But I I'm interested. I think it's like maybe it's just the trailer editing. I liked how like quick it was. And yeah. they were like doing like fucking like whip pans, like the screen was flipping and shit. Uh, I, I, we'll see how just the one brother does on his own with his wife. Well, Joel Cohen did the tragedy of Macbeth two years ago, 
which people really liked. Um, but I guess I I don't know why they're not working together anymore. They're just like yeah, we're good. <laughs> we just can't come up with good ideas anymore. They just couldn't come up with anything together, or they had a falling out. They had a falling out, man. I don't know. That just happens to family after a while. It's all about family. They just split up. It's all about family. Do their own thing. Challengers. It's a tennis yeah. movie. Um, Luca Guadagnino, his new film. He's he he's doing a ton of shit, but right this is his new movie, and it's very very horny. <laughs> uh, um, that shot with Zendaya on the bed. I'm sorry, that's like gonna be a me- <laughs> like that's gonna be on like a compilation somewhere. I guarantee it. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm interested because it's Luca Guadagnino, but it's a very different subject than he's used to, I feel like. But he's making movies that Gen Z people are going to absolutely love. And I think we need more Gen Z people, like movies for Gen Z. What the, tra- the trailer looked like, it was like, in my opinion, it, it, it screamed like, like shitty netflix movie because of how sexualized it was but yeah but it actually we'll looks like actual, a movie yeah that's true <laughs> we'll see how the, it, it'll probably actually have substance oh prop yeah <laughs> like bones and all was actually like about deeper themes, so which is weird for a cannibal movie but i'm curious to see where he takes this one i loved calling by your name and i think bones and all didn't sit as well as I have liked it too, but I still think it's like really freaking good. So I'm excited to see this. I, God damn, that sex scene's gonna be like ten minutes long too. We're just gonna have to sit there and wait. <laughs> <We're> just, <laughs> just sit there in the theater, like looking up at the ceiling. You know, you're hearing things. You don't, you don't want to look. Really. No, you have to look back at the projector. That's a nice projector. That's a good projector. <laughs> You That's see it, but it's like super tiny. You it's can't... a nice brick wall. It's a good brick wall. I like the color on this. I might have to get it for my room. <laughs> Black. <laughs> like dark red. But yeah, I'm... I think everyone's gonna be good in it. But it does kind of look a little bit... Like the story feels almost Hallmarky. I was saying netflix <laughs> Well, that works. T- they're, they're in the same vein, kind of. <laughs> Um, well, maybe that's the point. The over-sexualization of women? Things. <laughs> Things. Things. So next up is the FNAF trailer. The new one. <laughs> the funny FNAF trailer. I mean, this at, certainly looks very predictable. I mean, at least, the, at least the animatronics look like they're from the game, I guess. Wow, that's so cool. <laughs> that's like... That's so cool. But here's the thing: Why the fuck would you bring your 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 little sister to a place that is known for having children disappearing, and is why it was closed down in the first place? That's smart. <laughs> Please explain that to me. Whatever your name is, Josh Hutcherson. Yeah, Josh Hutcherson. I haven't what seen you since that one movie where those gamers from the future came back in time and you were masturbating or something like that. What? <laughs> he was in a movie where he was like masturbating and these two people came from the future and he cummed on him. 
I see, it was from a it's, it's a clip I saw. Excuse me. It was really weird, but <laughs> I haven't seen him anything since Hunger Games. That's <laughs> that's that's me, dude. This is a Let's go. Terabit, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Bro. Yeah, it's gonna be mid AF. Yeah, it's com- it comes out the same day as Saw Ten. <laughs> so I have to watch both. <laughs> Saw Ten is gonna bomb. Saw X. <laughs> and if you already know FNAF fans are gonna be. It's so good. Why? Why does it get lower? Why is it a twenty on Rotten Tomatoes? <laughs> it's the audience is at like so a much, ninety. There's so much fan service. Wow, you that's, guys, that's what I care. You can't have fun anymore. Don't trust critics. Don't you? you critics can't have any. Fun. The most fun, fun movie comes out that's actually quality. Two, two, <laughs> and they, like they shit themselves. <laughs> Fucking shit themselves. No, they or they ignore the critics <clears throat> like Spider Verse. Yeah, they're just like this one doesn't count. <laughs> this one doesn't count. This doesn't fit my agenda. It doesn't fit my narrative that I'm trying to <laughs> trying, trying to, to build. build. Um, then there's poor things. Their new trailer that dropped a couple weeks ago. That we didn't talk about. Looks very goofy. <laughs> so it's like Frankenstein, but um, different. <laughs> like, a woman, and the people are the mon- and the people are the monsters this time. <laughs> so unique. <laughs> I don't think that's what they're going for, because it's like a woman. It's it's it's. Uh, I think it's Willem Dafoe's wife. That's Emma Stone, and she has like a baby brain in her regular body and he's experimenting progression of the human brain i guess <laughs> um, it's gonna be a deconstruction it, of humans of, growing up or of something like a like lot that. of things F- from people that have read the book it tackles like a ton of social themes and i'm curious how they're gonna handle that in one movie i'm not sure but it was kind of funny because they like Mark Ruffalo's like overacting and it's like funny. He's like, bah! and he's like on the ground yelling. He gets smacked in the face and it takes him like two seconds. And he's just like, ow! It's kind of fucking goofy. It's it's hopefully a funny movie. We'll see. Um. So now we can get on to the rest of the news. Do you want to start with the big one? What I feel like is the big one. Sure, why not? So on Monday, there was a Hollywood Reporter article that talked about three castings for Superman, Lois, and Z- and Lex Luthor, right? Um, so the new names that are getting thrown in for Lex are Alexander and Bill Skarsgård. They haven't been confirmed yet. There hasn't been a con. Honestly, Lex. I know people want uh, Bill. I prefer Alexander, to be honest. Yeah, I think Bill is too uh, jokery, if you know what I mean. I get that, though. Like, too villainous. Penny one. um, I just want Dave Bautista. (laughs) Even Dave Bautista. I don't know why this isn't a a top priority. (laughs) You just need someone who could be a scumbag billionaire, not like a Like someone that's, like, nice in public devious behind the scenes. Um, So, yeah. And then, funny enough, like, 12 hours later, (laughs) they dropped the the castings for Superman and Lois. And it's David Cornsweet and Rachel Rachel Brosnahan. 
Um, cool. <laughs> like, um, I think David was probably my number one pick of the three that they had. And, and Rachel, I don't know. Because, like, each one of these people brings something really different. So I'm curious, like, what he's going for. Well, there were, there were, uh, there were the other rumors that he was putting them in pairs to figure out who'd be perfect for each other. Yeah. So obviously I think they were picked because they were... They had the best chemistry. They had the best chemistry, which is probably the best idea, because... You know, that's what the Superman movies have lacked since the Donner one, since the first Donner movie. So. It's lowest. I love it. I love it. I, I hope, ah. Yeah. I'm, now that it's been almost a week, I'm kind of used to it. I'm like, yep, David's going to be cool. Rachel's probably going to be, like, I don't know. I wanted Emma McKay because Gen Z. Well, I mean, I I don't think you could pull it off. I, that's what I think they're gonna go for in this movie. They so. they kind of have to because yeah. <laughs> what, they have to pull the young audience. It's in my news, but I might as well bring it now. The rumor is is that Superman comes into a world that's already full of superheroes. Mm-hmm. So because like, like apparently yeah. someone from the Authority is there from the Hollywood Reporter article. I guess <laughs> so. I'm to me like that. That tells me that it's gonna be like superman like it's going to be kingdom come but opposite instead of the younger generation being evil it's going to be the new generation that's going to be good and the older generation is going to be bad that's what that's just what i think or what i'd like to see but like i don't know i kind of just wished that they would merge this with the reeves first because like reeves (laughs) like i don't want two different batman running at the same time bro and like i don't want andy (laughs) musietti i really don't want him and right now i don't see anyone else besides pat battinson i'm sorry he he like he just got cast. Why are we rebooting it again? Like, I don't know. I think they should just merge it. And like Well, cause like on the set they had a Superman and Wonder Woman that they got rid of in the movie. So like I don't know if that was just like to trick people, if that was like to to joke for the funny, haha. Like I don't know. <laughs> but I think they should have just merged them together. Because they're both in like their late or like early 30s. I think he's going to be 30 in like a day or two. <laughs> you, you don't have to have them have constant crossovers. Make it like the animated series is too. Where they, they don't really cross over, but just the one show, they cross over. Yeah. Well, like, the, you can have tonally distinct yeah. places and still be in the same world. Like... You have the Reeves verse, which I guess is too big and expansive. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, bro. Bat- okay, bro. Reeves is too big and expansive for it. Because they don't. I maybe they don't. They don't want to flood just Batman, so they're get, making <laughs> another they're already, Batman. They're already flooding it with Batman. <laughs> like, okay, bro. I don't know. I, I'm just curious to see how this plays out. I, I'm still worried. Because after Flash, I don't know what to feel. <laughs> I don't know what to feel. That's fair. That's then. Fair. Oh, I don't know if you want to keep going or if you want me to do something. Yeah, you can do your next one. Okay, okay, okay. So, Alan Arkin. He's a famous actor. He died last week at 89. Dude was old. <laughs> he, 
I know him most for Little Miss Sunshine, but he has a far bigger catalog than that. Um, he's not one that I'm, like, really messed up about, but, like, I think he, he, he was good in what I've seen him in, and it's, he lived a long life, I'm, I'm sure. It's not, like, too heartbreaking, for the most part. Because, like, you hate to see when people are, like, a hundred and they're, like, suffering. So, like, I'm sure he, I hope, I don't even know what he died from. They kind of just said he died. That's how a lot of that stuff just pops up until someone super famous like Stanley or someone where people are waiting, like, three weeks to figure, to wait for the autopsy to come out. <laughs> Anywho, your next one. Um, well, just something I just want to talk about, but I'm not really going to talk about is, yeah, the whole sony and xbox thing with their console wars stuff that's still going on they're still is the trial still going yeah christ i thought I, I i just don't want to talk about that anymore i'm gonna be honest i'm just gonna wait for it to be over unless there's something big that happens but yeah um um yes uh, mm. among us animated tv show yeah let's go <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> From the Infinity Train creators. I, I don't know. I hear is. it's good, but I've never oh. seen it. <laughs> I can't wait. Hopefully it has like a Amogus. loaded cast. Amogus. That's what I made mine in the box office sim game. Just a loaded cast. It was like A-list celebrities. I thought it would be funny. Just them bantering with each other. And then there was like, how would it work though? Is it just like one game, but it's like the whole season? Or is it like each episode is a different killer and it's sort of like Groundhog Day? Like each episode, there's a different killer for like different motives and sort of like clue, but like a show. Like, I'm curious how they could pull off something like this. I'd rather see the episode format because if you do the I don't know, but the season long thing would keep people invested if they released it episode by episode. Oh, instead of just all to binge, you mean? Or like, yeah, unless they release it all to binge, depends on how they format. If they do all season, I just want one per episode, like Groundhog's Day. If it's episode by episode, that's where you get the. the, the but the twist mystery. was that there were three killers. It was the character you were. Following I came up with the time. story, for a moment. <laughs> no, it's like the thing, but better. Yes, because <laughs> it's fun this time. But it's like. Because, like, how I, there's like three, but like the game ends when there's more killers than there are crewmates. But in my story, the twist is that the person that you think was the good guy the whole time didn't kill anyone, but he was like causing all the ship shit to go down, like the O2 and whatever. So, like, the twist was the main there would end up being a main character at the end that would go into a ship, like an escape pod or whatever, but it turns out he's with the killer the whole time. <laughs> One of the killers, anyway. That, that's what I do in Amogus, is I don't kill, I just destroy. <laughs> you, you become an inconvenience. <laughs> I'm minor inconvenience, man. I spam the doors. <laughs> They're like, fuck! Yeah! <laughs> Oxygen depleting. Oxygen depleting. Oxygen depleting. You just got me. Dumb. Dumb? Um, so, uh, guess what was re-rated in Korea? What? 
Red Dead Redemption. We might be getting a Red Dead Redemption remaster remake. Oh, again. The, the, so the, OG. the rumors are rekindling. Watch it just be a Switch port. Let's get! <laughs> I don't think that thing could run on the Switch. <laughs> Not even the old one. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> no. But, yeah, we'll see. If it's we'll a see. remake, I can't wait because I hope those Red Dead fans finally shut up and say, oh, yeah, the first one is better. The second one is inferior. Keep it. <laughs> they're kind of so, so, Venom 3 started filming. Yes! <laughs> yes! I hate that they're filming during the writer's strike, though. Like, that's, that's kind of against the point of the writer's strike. Because you yes. need the writers on the set to help you in case something doesn't make sense. But Tom Hardy stood in front of a wolf or something. That was the image. It was like, ah! and then there was a wolf that was like, ah! and it was like yelling at the wolf. It was like a stuffed taxidermy wolf. <laughs> it was still a wolf. Um, that means nothing probably for the movie. It looked <laughs> kind of cool. Uh, Tom Hardy. Venom. There's gonna be carn. I'm very excited. The Sony, like, any Sony Marvel movie I'm going to watch. Because it's either the live-action shit where it's awful, but, like, the memes are going to be great. Or it's the animated stuff, and it's, like, Kino Masterpiece. Let there be like, carnage was Kino Masterpiece. <laughs> yeah, you I mean, you they should have went It's Cravening time. <laughs> I don't know. I can't get it's that... It's Elmore Twin I can't time. get that uh, concept art out of my head where, sad, where, sad, uh, sad. where uh, Carnage is dressed up as a pastor... That's pretty funny. That, that would have been funny in the movie. Ha ha ha. They should have just kept it R. Because, like, Craven's R now. What's the point? Like, all of these movies would have been good as R. Like, Morbius fucking eats people. <laughs> Venom's Carnage slaughters people. You're telling me none of these repeat... None of them could have been R. You're telling me Craven has to be R. What the... Craven's cool and edgy. Craven in time. He puts a bit... He... Launches a bear trap under someone's head. There's a little twist on Craven. He's not a bad guy. He's an anti-hero. What? <laughs> what a twist. They just throw it on there to be edgier, I swear to God. It's like, villains aren't born, they're made. <laughs> it's like, he's not a villain in the context of this story. That none of them are, because they have bad guys that they fight. I don't get it. And they're having Chameleon as the bad guy. No, it's Rhino. Oh, yeah. Well, Chameleon was rumored. Was he? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's a rhino, and he's going to be an actual fucking rhino, isn't he? It's going to be awful CG. I'm very excited. Spider-Verse predicted the future. It's just an actual... It's like a lame rhino. Do you know why they're calling me the rhino? Yeah, because you become a fucking rhino. Just make him a hunter and not a fucking genetically altered human being. Lion, lion blood. <laughs> Turn him into a, like it's a spirit like it's, animal. It's so lame. <laughs> spirit animal. Just make him just some guy who's good at hunting, man. Um, sad news. Um, you know, Squid Game increased Netflix's value by a billion dollars, but the creator of Squid Game didn't receive anything. That sounds about right. <laughs> sounds about right. I'm not too surprised. It's just a lot about society. It says a lot about society. I I know they're milking it for all it's worth. They're still. I can't believe they're still releasing the reality show. That was apparently like, a shit show behind the scenes. Yeah, like imagine, like that. Like that's crazy. Ah, <laughs> uh, do the same challenges as these guys, but it's real life. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> fucking executed. Oh, okay. So, next goal wins in the new Tekkilar Titi movie. Has been booked for the Toronto International Film Festival. I think they are trying to do Jojo Rabbit, but again. <laughs> when is ter- when is the Toronto Film Festival? TIFF, I think, is usually in September. So you expect reviews by then? But, yeah. Probably 3.7? I uh, People are going to say it's mid. I'll say like 3.3. 3. And then they're, they're going to call him a hack because he made one bad Marvel movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one bad Marvel that's movie. True. <laughs> and, then, and it's not even going to be that bad. No, I'll give it like a seven. I'll be like, funny, funny. But everyone else will be like, this is a fucking shit show. This looks like a fucking CW show. Okay, bro, chill out. Oh. Jesus. You ready for some good news? Yes. According to uh, job listings on The Sims 5 and some rumors, they have been showing a bit for the game, but not much. Just some early development stuff. But The Sims 5 will seemingly adopt a Fortnite monetization model. So it's free? It's free. Let's go! But they don't <laughs> oh, know. but there's a season pass, so you, you yeah. can only get close from the battle. That's oh. the thing you don't know, is this, does it have a season pass? Or what, what do you mean by that? But there's a... Uh, um. Yeah, I'm guessing it's just gonna be like The Sims Four. What they did with it recently was just the testing point. It was just testing where they also oh, made be like the game free. free. On Pass. Well, they made the game free, but then you have to buy all the expansions. That's just my guess. What it's gonna be? Yeah, but for a base game, there's probably I don't know. and maybe an in-game store from The Sims 3 that they had an in-game store in The Sims 3 where you could buy clothing and stuff that people could would it be from expansions there. or is it like separate stuff it's separate stuff of course it is. but I think you could earn the currency by doing challenges I'm and not like sure and like tasks yeah they had like weekly stuff I think you could do that That might be something that's like that whole battle passy that's that battle passy just for like cosmetics or whatever which isn't awful but like I don't know or maybe it's crossovers. Maybe Officially it's... licensed crossover. I don't know. We'll We're gonna see. have fucking Transformers in the Sims. <laughs> we'll see. We're gonna have happens. Blade Runner in the Sims. It's it's a very low. It's it's very early in development. So I guess we will have twenty thirty. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, Star Wars Eclipse was just confirmed for like twenty twenty eight. So was it twenty twenty six? Well, that's not. That's three years from now. Except the fact that they had... Last year. No, two years. Two years yeah. ago. Why? Well, they announced it. And they announced it with... The only thing they made was the CG trailer. That and David Cage is a prick. So like, yeah, because everyone left, everyone left the studio because he was a prick. Did he leave? Or is he still the... No, he's right? still still there. They just lost a lot of devs because he was a prick. <laughs> That's why they released the trailer because they had no like they had like no depths there. No game. So. But that trailer was so good. I was very excited. Like, like I don't know. I like Detroit Become Human. I'm I'm weird. I like choice based games. I liked so. Heavy Rain too. It wasn't that bad. Even though I knew what was good, I it was very easy to get the good choice in that game compared to. Which is like fucking impossible. Detroit. <laughs> fucking impossible. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, okay, so... Uh, oh, here's a funny one. <laughs> so the host of Wheel of Fortune, who's been the host for like a long-ass time, 
is being replaced. Like, he's finally leaving. But guess who replaced him? <laughs> Ryan Seacrest, baby, let's go! I was going to say James Corden. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be funny? See, Ryan Seacrest is, like, the funny choice. He's, like... <laughs> He's, like, every, like, guest host. He's on, like, every, t- like, famous, like, American Idol at the beginning where he's, like, standing off to the side, like, wow, how count? <laughs> and, like, I don't even know what Ryan Seacrest does. He just exists. He is popular for some reason. It's, like, Michael Buble. I don't know why the fuck he's popular. Like, I don't know what he... D- oh, Michael Buble is a singer. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, I don't really pay attention to that late night stuff anymore because it's not really that cool anymore. So I mean, give it like a couple more years and the show will be canceled. Let's go. Wheel of Fortune is poggers though. I like Wheel of Fortune. I like The Price Is Right, but it's kind of boring. I don't, I know, I don't understand The Price Is Right. <laughs> Neither do I. I just like watching people scream and go, "Oh, the money, money, money! Oh, money, money, money! Money, money, money!" I just have nostalgia towards it because I remember my grandma watching it while I'm eating like SpongeBob-shaped macaroni and cheese. I do like Family Feud. I think Steve Harvey's funny. (laughs) Like I like how he just like like he he's so like flabbergasted. (laughs) He hears something so incomprehensibly stupid that he just he like starts laughing <laughs> and like he like grabs onto the thing and he's just like what'd you just say and like she'll say it again and then he'll like laugh at the audience and then it takes like five minutes for the answer to get fucking with you <laughs> i always like it when he's just like and then he looks at the camera like he's jim from the office and then the audience is laughing. He's I'm like, like <laughs> office moment <laughs> office moment um Oh, he looks back and forth, and it goes on for like six minutes. (laughs) Yeah, the audience (laughs) thinks it's the funniest thing they've ever seen, and like the other team just is ready for them to hurry the fuck up. But like, they they keep thinking, "Oh yeah, that's a good choice. It's a good yeah." Then they they're like clapping after everything. It's like, "Oh yeah, that's that yeah, good good pick, good pick." But it's like the dumbest fucking thing they've ever heard in their life because they're just trying to be nice. But like, it's really stupid. I'd be bad because I'd freeze and I wouldn't come up with anything. Just, or I would be the person that thinks I'm really smart and then I'd think of something so fucking stupid. Just say sex. That's probably all the answers. Sex. So sex. sex. And they're just like... <laughs> Number he, one. He's just like, I didn't expect that. And they just start laughing. <laughs> Anywho. Wes Anderson... The, the boy is working. The man is working. He has a new film. It's like the third one we talked about in the past, like, three weeks. It's like one every week. Yeah, he's, he's working, though. So it's a, it's, it's a father-daughter espionage movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. We talked about it on Monday when it was announced, but we didn't talk about it on the pod. So it's a father-daughter espionage movie. Uh, with Benicio del Toro in every single frame of the movie, and it will have Michael Sarah in it, so that's pretty. Cool. He's gonna be the bad guy. God, Michael Sarah's fun. <laughs> I'm very excited. For I Michael idolize Sarah. his character, Scott Pilgrim. Wait, uh, no, that's not a good thing. 
<laughs> Scott Pilgrim's a piece of shit. <laughs> I idolize him at the end. Ah, when he has his, came, his character. <laughs> <laughs> I idolize him at the beginning. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. What? Uh, the use of AI is a metaphor for the series' narrative of replacement. Like, everyone plays it so deadpan. <laughs> Imagine getting the T-1000 to do that fucking dance. <laughs> like, that's pretty fun. Anywho, so... The new members of the Academy were announced, actually. Um, they have new members every year that get brought in. So, tw- uh, there were 22 Oscar winners that were added. 82 Oscar nominations and 76 Oscar nominees. A ton of... <laughs> basically, just the everything everywhere. People. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they got, they got in a lot. So there were 398 new members from 51 countries across the globe. 40% of the new members identify as a woman. 34% of them are from underrepresented ethnic and racial communities. So it's like the tiniest bit over a third. And 52 members of 52% of the new members are from countries or territories outside the US. So that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Definitely expanding as they should be. Like I know they're Like I know the Oscars is primarily just an American focused for Hollywood, but I, I, it'll be interesting to, to see the world's opinions on our movies. I guess. <laughs> um, so they added some actors: Austin Butler, Carrie Condon, Dolly De Leon, Bill Hader. I don't know why he's <laughs> Nicholas Holt, Stephanie Hsu, Vicky Crepes, Lashana Lynch, uh, Naomi Merlet, uh, Paul Mescal. Kiki Palmer, Ki Hui Kwan, the boy. He, um, Ki Kwan, he he's gonna watch every single movie that's nominated because he's a chef. He, he Paul Reiser and N T Rama Rowe Jr. One of the two leads of R R R. Um, no you... Michelle Yeoh, but my guess is she already was one. Oh, because of Crouching Tiger, probably or something. Yeah. Um, the cinematographers of All Quiet and Tar. Have been added as members. So, okay. Here's something weird. Basically, you can only join in one category. Like, one branch to vote in. So people like Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert, who are producers, directors, and writers, got invited to all three, but they can each only pick one. So, um... That's the same thing with Edward Berger from All Quiet. Um, Joseph Kaczynski, director of Top Gun Maverick. He was added as a member. Um, A couple of other people that I'm not recognizing. But it's pretty cool. They add a lot of other people. Like, they added a decent amount of editors, decent amount of, like, marketers, a lot of, like, production designers I'm seeing. A ton of short films. People, which is like really important a lot of sound and vfx people like actors are probably like not the biggest group this year which is like a good thing 
Because it used to be, like, majority actors. I think they were they held, like, 10%, and it was, like, the biggest branch. But I think they're, like, like leveling it out a little bit. They should add a stunts category, goddamn. <laughs> well, maybe for John Wick 4, when it's nominated for everything. You want to taste it? <laughs> um, so the last thing I have is a little real. It was the two rulings from the Supreme Court that occurred this week. Maybe three? I thought it was two. I think it was two. So the first one was about a bill that Joel Biden um, put out. That was basically like a $400 billion like plan that was going to pay off student, like ten to 20000 uh like student loan debt for like new people going into the college system but the supreme court shot it down because they said it shouldn't be the taxpayers it should be the universities cutting back the costs which is based as fuck but like that's kind of fair although it would have been nice to get 10 to twenty thousand dollars to help but whatever um but the big one the one that's pissing a lot of people off so it was about like a baker or was it like graphic i think it was both so there was like a graphic does no it was a baker what the fuck i think it was a baker that it was for a gay wedding and the baker didn't want to make a gay cake for this gay people's wedding so it that shot up to the supreme court and basically you can now turn down customers based on their beliefs if it violates your first amendment but like don't take it to begin with the, like i don't i really don't know what what <laughs> i don't want to make a rainbow cake it's literally 1984 <laughs> and i swear me. there was something about a graphic designer but it was two people that were basically homophobic that were like i don't want to make something for gay people honestly and then those... they shot it to the supreme court and they were like yeah we agree with you guys like, Honestly, what the, the customer should have just taken it somewhere else. They should have, as soon as they said that, just nah. It's like, not fuck dealing you. with this. That's kind of bullshit. <laughs> like, so now people are like, ah, we will turn away Christian. Like, people are like, it's getting get even more divisive. That because that's what we need. We need more divisiveness. Now they just fuck themselves over because now, yeah, now they're gonna turn away Christians. You can't make a Christian cake now, and now they're gonna be. Why are we oppressed? Like, it's just gonna divide people more. Cause like that's what we need. More division. We need more division, guys. Like, is it really? Is it really like against? you to make i don't even know what the was it was the cake just gonna be rainbow that's probably what it was gonna be i can't make this gay cake i can't make a white cake that just has two guys on top of it i can't the the (laughs) shitty can't like the things you stack on top yeah i can't i can't i can't i can't it's too much work it's gay it's gay i'm being oppressed i'm I'm being oppressed or the yeah or the graphic designer didn't want to change the colors of (laughs) of the design for pride month Month. to celebrate his to celebrate pride month for his corporation so the corporation can get money hell yeah yeah so now it's just gonna be even more divided people are like wow i want to do 
I'm going to turn away Christians. I'm going to turn away Republicans. But here's what you do. You pretend that you're not gay. You go into a restaurant, right? You buy a burger. You eat the burger. And then you reveal that you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> and you piss them off. He's like, no, puke up the burger. You can't have that. <laughs> or you just say, I'm pulling a prank on my bro. Can you make a, a gay cake? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, it's, because a lot of people, including myself, are worried that because now that they can not serve, like, people of like being gay because they're like gay like they can turn away those customers that it could that we are like reversing like we're kind of we're in another like era of like the civil rights era but for gays this time and uh, this time we don't have uh specific shops or neighborhoods for those people but yeah it's stupid it doesn't i hope it doesn't I don't know. Because, like, it, it was a very majority conservative. I'm pretty sure they were going to say yes to literally anything that was not Democratic. So, that's cool. <laughs> I thought the refusal to refuse, the refusal to not serve customers was always a thing, though. Is it just now, specifically, you can... Turn away gay people. You can turn away gay people. I thought you were always able to just refuse service to customers. So imagine... Or is it just when they're assholes? So imagine not... They they will turn away gay people, but they're also getting rid of places that accepted gay people. So, like, where are they supposed to go now? Like, what the fuck? Excuse me? The puppet state Canada. (laughs) Yo. Canada's in the top ten, like... On the Freedom Index. Yeah. Just kind of base. They do just let China walk all over them, though. That's it's fine. China walks over everything. Uh, <laughs> even they, the United yeah, States. Us. I have political, too. Also, why not Why not just keep the political going? I have, still have a couple more, but I'm just going to go into the political. Okay. Because, yeah, I'm done with my news. Um, let me just go find it here. So, you know, earlier this year, there was the France protests... There was France protests. I, was it because they did their economy is shit, and then they <laughs> raised the retirement age, and that pissed a lot of people off. I think. I think they raised it to sixty five, which is funny because the retirement age here is like seventy or seventy five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that did not make people happy at all, and there were a bunch of protests, and things have not been getting better. He says the president was like, "I have a hundred day plan to make things better." And then what do you know? He makes it worse. Wow, that's fun. <laughs> um, so what happened was um, Thursday, yeah, last Thursday night there were um, there were more protests because uh, guess what? Police brutality. Ooh. Um, and yeah, Paris also has a police brutality issue, and the president was at an Elton John concert. Just letting you know, during yeah. those riots, who wants to be at an Elton John concert? I mean, it's his farewell tour, so like you gotta go, you know? That's true, you gotta, you gotta go. You, you gotta know? go. The country's more divided than ever. And, and you, you go gotta, listen you to Elton John live. And he's, yeah, I I don't remember, uh, two days ago he was like... That's actually kind of basic. <laughs> he went on the stage and he's like, you know what, it's all the young people. They want to retire young, you know, they, they want to... 
they they want to stop police brutality it's them and their gosh darn social media and video games and it's up to <laughs> is you that parents. what he said yeah he oh literally said it's it's the gosh darn video games fault and the social media and the tiktok's fault that they're that's protesting that's cool. like i guarantee the majority of those retirement people were adults who were, were so close to retirement but then we're like nah 65 now. it's like, like Oh, it's fuck? like that joke where it's like one day till retirement. <laughs> and yeah. Then, and then they raise the age five years. Or it's, and then the whole speech he gave was like the Principal Skinner meme. Am I out of touch? No, it's the people. He, he literally said that those people, that the kids are disconnected with reality. I mean, they're not wrong. That's, I mean, <laughs> honestly, who isn't though? Yeah, that's He's fair. disconnected and with reality by going to an Elton John concert during a riot. <laughs> That's based. I'm sorry. Just like, ah, Elton John's wonderful music. There's like fire everywhere. It's just like, ah, one. I, I, I think we can just confirm that he's... Oh, the other funny thing was during his presidential campaign, he... Uh, he Had uh, people assassinated. He probably did. <laughs> he went to... um. He went to talk to French streamers to talk about the future of gaming in France. Let's go. To pander to the young kids. Ah, he wants more income. I don't, he wants more income. I don't think he's going to make it through the next uh, Stop. election. <laughs> no. He's going to get kicked out. But it's going to be a radical this time. And people, it's going to divide the country I mean, even he more. Is a real, real, well, he, he already is a radical, right? Extremists, so Hell, according to the they ruin everything. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, what about those video games that, that are causing violence? Or are they also causing your police, your, the police people, to, to shoot black people? Is That's that what's going on. Yeah, actually, yeah? is it the video games that are causing them to do that? Did they play too much Custard's Revenge? God, what? <laughs> That's what the it? video game where you play as Custard and you shoot Native Americans. And oh, but you do nasty things to him. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, I, it's the video games that are so, causing your police officers to shoot Well, speaking kids. of the death of Native Americans, do you know that the Supreme Court, this was a different one, basically off. Me who accidentally hits off piece. <laughs> Whoopsie. Oh, are you going to talk about the Elon Musk thing? You could talk. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I have Limiting the word limit? No. The... the you can only see like six hundred. Yeah, tweets. you can only see six hundred tweets, and you can only. And that also um, is how so much there's... you can comment and stuff too. I think. So there's two things. So this was in May. So in a five-four decision, the Supreme Court weakened a Clean Water Act, and it's basically about like water protections across the country, and basically they went for the side of like big polluters. And basically, they're putting a bunch of, like, ecosystems and public health in danger. Because, you know, based Supreme Court. Then, because, <laughs> like, they, they were like, here's a clean water bill. Because we think clean water's a good thing. And then they're like, no, fuck you. <laughs> like, they just decided, yeah, we're good. Probably bribed. Pro probably, probably. God damn it, there was another wall. I'll find it. Hold on. <clears throat> I have to scroll through my 29,000 <laughs> I just have I'll, I'll get there but there was another Supreme Court one about Native Americans 
I think it was about clean water in their in like a tribe. Oh, the reserves or in the yeah. reserve, yeah. But like I I can't remember which one because I gotta find. God. No, we Walk can't in. support you because you're all in your own territory. <laughs> now they care about your territory. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. But... It's only when you start complaining about your issues. That's, that's when we care about you. That's when we care. Ah, you can give us money? We care. <laughs> we care, guys. Oh, my God. I can't. Oh, here it is. Okay. So. <clears throat> here. God damn it. Freak, dude. I can't fucking. Okay, so basically... I'm sorry, I'll find something. Imagine finding a tweet, but they have 500 tweets underneath. Anywho, there was a man that's... Don't want to go past your tweet limit. No, I don't want to hit it over six. I got I to gotta doom scroll later. <laughs> so, basically, the Supreme Court uh, basically went against like a water reservation bill. So, like, the water there can, be like, get, like, contaminated and not be cleaned. And, like, Native, like Native American reservations are already kind of fucked as they are. Like, they're the usually the poorest communities out there. Um, yeah. It sucks. And the Supreme Court is just a bunch of assholes. And then they, you know, overturn Roe versus Wade and all that stuff. And they are too worried about cakes right now. Okay. They don't. They can't worry about people being healthy. They're too worried about cakes right now. They're too worried about gay cakes. Oh yeah, and then Elon Musk, he set a Twitter limit. You can only view six hundred tweets a day if you're like an older oh, account, yeah. not verified. But if you're a verified account, I think you can see sixty thousand tweets a day. And if you're a new account, unverified, I think you can only see like, like two hundred, three hundred. And it was because of something. I I wasn't paying attention. I don't go on Twitter that often anymore. <sighs> I wish I did. I wish I did. So. I probably spend an hour on Twitter every day. <laughs> it's an hour of my life I could get back. <laughs> but, like, but it's like throughout the day, so I don't just sit there for an hour looking at Twitter. It's like an hour throughout the day where I'm just like doom scrolling for a bit. And then I see a funny comic book meme. And then I'm like, okay. And then oh, I, I got to figure out what this comic book is. And I'll maybe possibly read it later. No. And it spans into YouTube. Those awful YouTubers who narrate over the video. Oh, yeah. I just prefer a summarization, please. You don't have to narrate over the entire... You don't have to do the voices, really. <laughs> Stop! I'll kill you! No, don't kill me! Okay. Okay. Anyhow, you have more? Yeah, you ready? Yeah. You ready? Baldur's Gate 3 will have 174 hours of cinematics. I'm going to kill... <laughs> so the answer is you're not buying. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck no. Hey, I'm not playing that much. That's, that's a fourth of the cinematics Final Fantasy sixteen has... No, isn't the longest ending cinematic for a game Metal Gear Solid 4? I think... Because uh, 
It's one of. Uh, I thought it was four or five. Sons of the Patriots. Is that what it's called? Yeah, that's the, the fourth, fourth one. Because the fourth one, like you beat the game, and then there's like an ending cutscene. Well, this ending cutscene was like almost two hours long. It was basically a fucking movie that you just sat through waiting for the game to be I've, over. I have seen more memes of that game besides the guy laughing and pointing and running away. <laughs> it's him and... Like, is it Liquid Snake? I don't know. Whatever Solid Snake. Whatever Snake Whatever it is. Snake it is. Yeah, they're like Invisible. fighting each other but they're getting worn out and they just headbutt each other and they're like... Ah, I just, <laughs> <laughs> they should just, just release those games already so I can laugh. <laughs> uh, yeah... In case you haven't heard, but they pretty much lost the entirety of the Fantastic Four cast, and now I lost hope in that movie. Yeah. Because they were too much money. It was Adam Driver, Margot Robbie, Paul Mescal, and David Diggs. Well, now it's no <laughs> no, it's no one. Imagine getting the cast lined up, and then realizing you go over button. Like, you're Marvel. <laughs> you're Marvel. Give them more money. Disney is a multi-billion dollar company. They realize they won't make enough money off of it. And they're not that expensive. Like, not Paul Mescal. Like, what? That's true. You ready? This is my second to last story here. Okay. Okay? Although they did have Antonio Banderas' Galactic. <laughs> no. That's pretty cool. That's... That's a choice. <laughs> definitely a choice. I would rather prefer someone generic like Michael Sarah. Daniel Dillon. <laughs> uh, Imagine pulling that man out of retirement for a voiceover role in a Marvel movie. Like Anderson Wells. Or <laughs> AI generate his voice. Bring him back from the... He's basically just Unicron, that word. Yeah, just take that footage and just use it. Yes. I am Unicron. You ready? Yes. 11 Assassin's Creed games. <laughs> 11 well, Assassin's Creed games are in development. Like right now? Like right now. What the f <laughs> Starting off with the next game. Mirage. Mirage, yes. Okay. And then we're having Assassin's Creed Nexus, which they announced, which is their VR game. Oh, it's VR? It's VR, yeah. And then Assassin's Creed, codenamed Jade. I, I don't know which one that one is, but that's expected this year. Jade? It's a mobile game, yeah. Oh, 2023 yeah, yeah. and then next year's assassin's creed game is assassin's creed red which i think is the futile japan one. Oh, i did hear about that one yeah. that could be kind of cool though and then assassin's creed codenamed hexy we don't know what that one is either 2025 or 2026 Pardon. and codename invictus that's the multiplayer one Okay. That's a multiplayer one. A multiplayer? Expected in 2025 or 2026. And then Nebula is still on the concept phase, but it's the single player one. No development. Assassin's Creed codename Raid. Multiplayer. It's in the prototype or concept. Assassin's Creed Echoes is another multiplayer game. It's in the concept phase. Assassin's Creed Nexus 2. Like being what? <laughs> being discussed. Not greenlit, but it's being discussed. And recently, the thing that's been breaking headlines is a Black Flag remake. Oh, I did hear about that one, yeah. though. <laughs> yeah. That game came out in, like, what, 2011? <laughs> like, it's, like, not an awful idea, but, like, it's Ubisoft, so... They're gonna fuck, fuck it. It's like, it's like Resident Evil. You remake it because you want to... You remake it so then a new generation gets into it. 
I mean, by like, the time it comes out to be the next console, it's like, so like <laughs> no, no, it would be like probably twenty twenty seven. Mm, because, oh, but we have so to will wait, it? We have it will have been sixteen months. years, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Twenty twenty-eight is too soon. Too, it is too soon. It's five years away, and five years are gonna creep up very quick. Yeah. Didn't Jason Schreier say if someone started a AAA game right now, it wouldn't come out until the PlayStation Six? Like, games take that long, and like the budgets for some Sony games dropped. Yeah. Last of Us 2 was $220 million for 70 months over five, or five years-ish. Uh, Forbidden West was $200 million. God of War Ragnarok was $200 million. Basically, AAA games are unsustainable because of their giant budgets. And that's why indie games are thriving. Yeah. They don't take as long and they can adapt more quickly. And, and the budgets aren't massive. <laughs> like, I don't think AAA games are going to die. Like, there, there's been a AAA game since, like, the 80s. <laughs> like, Mario kind of counted for the time, you know? Like, especially the sequels to Mario. Like, the yeah. first one kind of popped off, and then, like, 3 was huge. Because they made an entire movie to market I, the damn thing. <laughs> I think the first AAA games were actually... Zelda and Mario on the N64. Oh, Ocarina, you mean? Yeah. That makes sense. No, Final Fantasy VII. I was wrong. <laughs> what? Final Fantasy VII was the first AAA game. How How do you quantify that? Like, by budget? Oh, budget is how it's quantified. Yeah. But if a game like that came out today, it'd be considered indie. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, no, because, like... The definition's changed. I think it's, like, back then it would have been, like, according to Wikipedia, it would have been, like, 50 million. That's still a lot. That yeah. was 50 million dollars? <laughs> Christ. It was 50 million... 80 million today. That's... For that? That's kind of a... Well, it had a movie-like presentation orchestra music which is really expensive that's true uh, yet they keep that for every single <laughs> orchestra <laughs> but like it sounds bad but that's not even including the marketing it would be a it would be 129 million with the marketing to 200 million so it's always been expensive crush that's what you're telling me? yeah that's what they're telling me is it's always been expensive yeah it's just inflation just makes it seem bigger there you go. There you go. There you go. It's always been big draining. It's just, it takes forever to make, too, because well, technology it, is harder to work with. It's so advanced now. If you want to truly utilize it, you'd have to spend, like, six years on it. Remember the days when you can get a game out in two years? <laughs> you can get a sequel out in two years. Oh, yeah. Barely, because I've just played whatever games I was able to play back then. Well, like, Uncharted 1, 2, and 3 were, like, two years apart from each other, bro. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure there was... Well, I mean, COD came out every year, but there were, like, different dev teams for that. And they're, like, dying right now. <laughs> they probably haven't been fed in, like, six weeks. <laughs> Give me food. <laughs> probably eating each other at this point. Cannibalism. Do you have any yes. more news? I have the, uh... Uh... 
the last one here, a game I'm very excited for now. It is the uh, Blade Runner Labyrinth. It is coming from Annapurna Interactive. It takes place in between the two movies, and but after the events of the prequel, um, the prequel short, animated short film Blackout. Black. You want to know what these developers uh, well, made or helped make? Well, Annapurna's a publisher. Yeah, Annapurna's a publisher. This is their first game they're developing, so I don't know if it's like they're developing it or if they're just still trying to find a studio for it. Well, then why announce it? <laughs> That's the thing. But just just uh, they uh, produced What Remains of Edith Finch, a very huge indie. Well, they produced a lot of shit. They did Stray last year. Yeah. Uh, they did pretty much every 12 minutes or was it 13 12 minutes right yeah they did not every big indie you can possibly think of they probably published it except for hades (laughs) except for hades outer wilds journey telling lies sayonia wild hearts kentucky route zero which oh that was a big one yeah uh, Solar Ash was the Artful Escape, yeah, in 12 minutes from last year. A Memoir Blue, Neon White Stray. Yep. Yeah, they had a huge year last year, so. They did. Good for them. So, <laughs> they have yeah. nothing this team. <laughs> nothing. Yeah, it's all just flaking me. Anywho, do you have any other news? No more news. No more n- news? I would like a news. <laughs> Who? <what? laughs> you and me both. So. Autobots. Let's come. Let him come. Let him come. So, 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 so. Optimus, when he gets no bussy. Uh, I want my bussy. I want my bussy. I want my bussy. Okay, you can calm down. It's stray. It's not stray. It's just a cat. So. Have you heard of the Hollywood Critics Association? They are like a Critics' Choice Awards, except they're not televised. But they somehow still get the big celebrities to show up. I don't know how. It's a cult. It is a cult. So this, they, they, they have one at the end of the year, like everyone else. But they've started something last year called the Mid-Season Award. <laughs> Mid. Mid-Season. So like by June. They're like, yeah, what are the best movies of the first half, right? And it's just sort of for fun. They don't really matter at all. Oh, it's just like a list? It's like, well, they, they have different categories. Oh. But it's more just like, what do we think is the best of the year so far? And like last year, they had like Top Gun everywhere. Northman got a lot of stuff. The Batman popped off. Um, everything everywhere swept <laughs> both... The actual ceremony of theirs at the end of the year, and then the mid-season one. They basically gave it several awards. But they have their first, um, th- their second one this year. Their second mid-season award. There's very few categories, and some of them are funny. So, they had both the nominations and the wins this week. So I'm going to go through them quickly. So they have something called Most Anticipated Film, because it's only in the first half of the year. There's still movies in the second half to get excited about. The nominees are kind of obvious. Barbie, because Barbie Arpen, Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer, Dune, Killers of the Flower Moon, and Mission Impossible 
seven. The winner was Barbie. Barbie. Yes! Yes! <laughs> and funny enough, the runner-up was Oppenheimer. <laughs> yes! Yes! They are the two closest. And that's not true. Mission Impossible is the closest. But these two... It's the it's the month of Barbenheimer. I'm sorry. <laughs> My two sides come out. The pretty girly side and the deep, <laughs> depressive energy side. And so best stunts... They have a stunts category, which is what the Oscars should have. They had Fast X nominated, <laughs> Distraction yeah. 2, John Wick 4, Polite Society, which is about stunts, and then Dungeons and Dragons. And the winner, wow, what a shock, was John Wick. Oh, I <laughs> thought it was Fast X. <laughs> Let's go. Fast X Part 1. Let's go. Let's go. Fast X so part best two. indie, we have Past Lives, which is like, no duh. That's like a 94 on Metacritic. <laughs> Whoopsie daisy. You Hurt My Feelings. Oh, I'm sorry. It has Julia Louise Dreyfus in it. Rye Lane. Blackberry. About the creation of the first like phone. The Blackberry phone. You don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and then a thousand, a thousand and one. The winner was Past Lives. Because no doubt. 94 on Metacritic can get you very far. Best Horror Movie. <laughs> This category is very funny. Scream 6, Megan, Knock at the Cabin, Infinity Pool, and that Evil Dead movie. Hey, Evil Dead. The, that was the runner-up. The winner was Megan. I'm gonna kill <laughs> I haven't watched either, but Evil Dead is funnier because it has mommy. Mommy. Right. <laughs> mommy will kill me. <laughs> Best screenplay. The nominees were Air. That's pretty funny. Are You There, God? It's me, Margaret. <laughs> Margaret? <laughs> Margaret? Uh, past Margaret? Lives, Across the Spider-Verse, and then Asteroid City. The runner-up was Air, but the winner was Past Lives. It's a very screenplay-y movie. I'm not too surprised. Supporting Actress was very funny. Because there's two people from Are You There, God? It's me, Margaret. Kathy Bates. What do you Rachel want, McAdam. Margaret? Um, Viola Davis for Air. This one lady, Patty Lapoon from Bo's Afraid, and then Scarlett Johansson, Asteroid City. She was okay. <laughs> she cried once, probably. Uh, not really. <laughs> oh, shit. Innovation and She played dead once, though. Uh, the winner was Viola Davis. Sorry. Supporting actor. This is so funny. Two people from Air, Ben Affleck and Chris Messina. John Magaro from Past Lives, Glenn Howerton from Blackberry, and then Jason Momoa from Fast X. Shit. <laughs> Funny enough, no Jason way. Momoa is the runner-up, and the winner was Glenn Howerton from Blackberry. People want him to get nominated for the Oscar. We'll see what happens with that. Jason Momoa? No, 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 no. The Blackberry. <laughs> what the fuck? No way. Where did this hype for Jason Momoa come from? <laughs> what happened? Okay, so Best Actress. Uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus for You Hurt My Feelings. Greta Lee for I'm Past sorry, Light. Yeah, I know. Uh, Abby Ryder Fortson for Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret. No! <laughs> no! Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret. No. Mia Goth, Infinity Pool. Mia Goth. And then Tiana Taylor, uh, Thousand and One. It was like an indie movie that like no one talked about, but people think it's really good. The winner was past uh, Greta Lee for Past Lives. She thinks she's probably going to get the Oscar and like the nomination, maybe the win. We'll see. Uh, best actor Taron Egerton for Tetris. <laughs> Let's go. 
Michael B. Jordan, Creed 3, Matt Damon for Air, Teo Yu for Past Lives, and Joaquin Phoenix for Bo is Afraid. With the winner being Matt Damon for Air. Why is Bo afraid? Uh, mommy issues. (laughs) (laughs) Best Director. The nominees, Celine Son, Past Lives, who's also the writer, and she won for writing. Joaquin Dos Santos, Kemp Powers, and Justin K. Thompson for Spider-Verse. Ben Affleck for Air. Chad Stahelski for John Wick. And then Kelly Freeman Craig for Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret. Leave me the fuck alone, Margaret. <laughs> Margaret. The winner was actually the Spider-Verse crew in Best Director. Good for them. Alright, so the nominees for best picture this year. Air, Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret, Asteroid City, Blackberry, Creed 3, Dungeons and Dragons, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, John Wick 4, Past Lives, and Spider-Man. The winner was Spider-Man. Hooray? Question? It's a sign. It's, is it a sign? What's, what is it a sign of? That it's it's one picture and director here. It's <laughs> sweeping at the Oscars. I, but it's a part one. Do they sweep for part one unless it's The Godfather? <laughs> Although The Godfather didn't sweep. It only won three Oscars. They're sweeping. They're sweeping. This does give me a little bit of confidence that people understand that they can give this awards and that it should be considered for awards. Because I think a lot of people, aka the Academy, think it's like cancer. You can't have an animated movie in Best Picture, you know? Like, they're weird with that. But, like, I would love to see some picture director nominations. The first animated movie to get director? Yes, please. That'd be cool. Animation is an art motherfuckers when I show them earwig. <laughs> Let's go! That's funny. <laughs> I do like me with some earwig. We're so fucking atrocious. Anywho, what do you think of the winners? You probably don't know most of them, but Spider-Man won picture and director. I just want Spider-Verse to be nominated for something besides animation and then lose. (laughs) We're going to lose to that other Disney movie that's coming out this year. Wish. (laughs) Wish. Wish. Because Wish is clearly better than Spider-Verse. Yeah. Clear. <laughs> this is my favorite of the year. I think there was elemental. Claude, <laughs> Claude, yes. let's get desperate attempts to get people to the theater. They think people go to the theater for the cheer moment. Claude, hey, Claude let's go. Claude, my favorite part. So I think. Let's see. Okay, I don't want to talk about Oscars until like the beginning of August. Because we'll have Barbie and Oppenheimer by then. But nearly everyone that I follow that does precursor stuff for this is saying Spider-Man's getting in to Best Picture. And I don't want to get my hopes up because like, I love that movie. So I'm tempering it. But if it did, I'd be ecstatic. I'd be very happy. That'd be funny too. Would it be funny? Because it's a sequel, but it's also a part one. <laughs> like, it's an animated superhero movie. Yeah. I mean, if it's good, it's good. You know what I'm saying? Into the Cumverse. 
into the cum. <laughs> it's Spider-Man at conception. <laughs> it's like into the conception. Into the conception. It's like a hard. It's like an A-rated movie, <laughs> and it's about. It's an X-rated. It's an X-rated movie. It's a porno. <laughs> Okay, but Spider-Man has teens in it. It can't be a porno. <laughs> it's on a legal. Website. That's not a, that's not okay. Um, I, funny enough, I predicted it for score and sound in my last one, but now that's like kind of obvious. People are saying it can get VFX. People are saying it can, it's gonna get screenplay. Some people really want it to get editing. I don't know if I'd go that far, but I'd like to see it. People think an original song could get in, but there's like 12 of them. I don't know which one they would pick, but I'd, 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 I'm here for it. I'm here for The it. one they use on TikTok. Which, which, Annihilate? I, I don't know. Annihilate! <laughs> <laughs> they have <laughs> used the one from TikTok, so they could uh, appeal to the young Pander people, to the youth. And they can get the youth to watch the show. I'm gonna be my own. And they should put it on a streaming service. Oh, they did with Peacock. What? Peacock. P and the cock. Cock. <laughs> so, you want to know which ranked we're doing? Which ranked are we doing? Indiana Jones. Before Dial of Destiny. I thought that came out the 30th. It did. Ah, whoops. But we, we didn't watch it. I will watch it next week. But I'm not watching it. Because it's the 4th July weekend. And shit's going on. Yeah. You work tomorrow. And the 4th. That sucks. Rip. Elbows. Imagine working on a holiday, bro. Imagine having hardcore sex. <laughs> not me. So. You've seen all four. Mm-hmm. Seen him recently? No. Me either. It's been a while. But I think we'll, we'll chug along here. There's only four, so it should be pretty quick. I think we can agree on what the worst one is. The first one. <laughs> the first one is... Raiders is shit. Really bad. <laughs> Not joking. It's it's Crystal Skull. King, yeah. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is very bad. Like, unbelievably bad. <laughs> like, Why did he cast the Nazi lady as his mom? That's true. <laughs> Mommy ish. <laughs> what does he mean by what this? Mean? <laughs> it's funny because we didn't think anything of it until the Fablements came out. And now you can go through his past catalog and be like, what the fuck was he talking about here? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> is he stupid? <laughs> <laughs> is Spielberg stupid? Is Spielberg. Is man stupid? <laughs> um, yeah. Christ- Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I haven't seen it since I was like 10, so it's been almost a decade. Um, all I remember is that like, they tried to have like a Raiders ending, where like it was like a big reveal as to what it was, and everyone was like, Aah! and then like, like died at the end, like comically. Yeah, it was an alien skull, and then the lady was like, uh, too much you, information. I want knowledge, and she gets blown up because it's and too dies. much knowledge. And dies. <laughs> Let's go. Um, I don't remember anything about it except for that part. I know Shia LaBeouf is in it, but I don't remember any scenes with them. I know the opening, 
when he's like captured by the Nazis or like neo-Nazis I guess because it's the 50s and he's like and it's like it's like the the garage escape like I think that's a pretty cool scene the garage escape oh um I like the scene with the fire ants eating people I like the scene where a n- nuclear test is gonna go and he has to get into a black ops and he has to get into a fridge and it looks very funny when the cg getting shot out and landing just fine um yeah i don't have anything else to say i don't even have a rating for it it's been so long i'll probably give it a four sure we'll call it a four We'll go with I've actually seen two of them recently. Like in the past year. Maybe year and a half. I've seen two of them. But um yeah, not not Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Not that one. <laughs> I don't wanna watch that one. Um, I don't wanna watch that one. Um Okay. So what's your number three? Uh my number th- My number th- My number three is uh Doom. You. <laughs> Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom is your number three? Temple of Doomcock. Of Doomcock? What? Uh, so, the thing is, this is the one I probably watched the least. That's probably why I, I put it so low. Um, sure. The only thing I remember was him dressing up like a Nazi and the guy eating the other guy's heart. And him falling into alligators. I remember so much about the movie, bro. I, yeah, I just don't remember anything. I'll give that. you. I'll give you a hint. It's the one that I watched the most as a kid, which is funny because that's the graphic one. Like, I'm six years old and watching Temple of Doom. Just oh, dude, here's the fucking heart, and then like, like a guy gets sent to die in lava, and then like, there's a scene where like. They eat monkey brains. It's very racist. <laughs> it's very racist. Not, like, like, think, like thinking about what I remember, I just feel like it just won't be that interesting. Because, like, Indiana Jones, he's going on an adventure. But from what I remember from this one is he's just in a cave the entire time. For some of it. Not all of it. That's just, just what I remember was just him in a cave pretty much the entire time. And then Kihoi Kwan's there, you motherfucker. <laughs> and then Kihoi Kwan is there, too. What would you rate it? I don't know. You don't know? <laughs> I don't All right, know. All right, so my number three is some people's number one, and that's The Last Crusade. I think it is okay. <laughs> I liked it more on a rewatch. I, I think I only ever watched it like once or twice as a kid, and I rewatched it. I was like, hey, it's pretty good. The blimp scene is kind of stupid. I liked the humor in this one but sometimes it goes a bit too far i think it just feel felt like weird to just have his dad in it for some reason like never explained it before but now oh his dad he's gotta go after his dad he's gotta find his dad like the opening when he's in like the church and he has to like find the temple in the ground that takes a long ass time <laughs> it's kind of boring um and then the ending was kind of predictable. They never get the treasure. So when he's like reaching out for like the, the holy grail, and his dad's like, you have to let it go. 
And then he does. I'm like, wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> what a shock. The real treasure was the friends we made along the way. Uncharted 4. <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> the movie's good. The game's good. I'm sorry. Um, I'll give it like a, like a 7.5. Because I liked the train scene at the beginning. And then the boat scene that is immediately smashed cut and with it. This one's before all the other ones, right? No. It's the after. Oh, it's after? Yeah. Wow. It goes two, okay. one, and then three. three. And then four. Yeah. And then five. <laughs> five. Yeah. Um, my number two is the third one. Um, Lost Crusade. Um, I, I really like the beginning, and um, his he has father issues. I wonder if that is also saying something, Spielberg. Dad. <laughs> did you just have parent issues, Spielberg? He did. You haven't seen the fair ones. He definitely did. Um, you still don't understand me, Dad. I want to be a filmmate. <laughs> is, well, I thought his dad just ignored him and just wasn't there in the third one, if I remember. That's what it was. Um... Um, if only if they didn't make a fourth or fifth one, man. God, that's true. Isn't the fifth one about time travel? I swear to God, it is. Probably. I mean, these these two. I don't these these two. I, I don't really remember that much from them. Two and three. I remember less from the second one, but I remember more from the third one. Huh. That's what I'm gonna say. I I'm just. I don't know. It's just something, this is like a franchise that I feel like I'm just not really that interested in. I grew up with it, so I like it. Like, I did too, but like, it's like, now that I'm older, I just, since I haven't watched them in a while, I just really don't care. Like, the only one I would probably consider rewatching is the first one. That's great. <laughs> so. uh, my number two is actually Raiders. Before that's cringe. No, it's not. My number one is based because number one is funny. So Raiders is good. Like I rewatch it and it's like good. Like it's a very like well put together movie. There's the, the iconic opening scene with the boulder when he like does the trade off. The entire movie's kind of iconic. The guy is doing the sword thing. And he just shoots him with a gun. The guy's head that gets thrown into a fucking airplane. There's um, the brain and face melting with the reveal of the arc. Or dancing if you play the Lego game. That's true. That's dancing. I think that it's okay. Um, I personally, personally think... It was one that I didn't watch. Like, I watched probably the first part, like, a ton as a kid. But I never watched the whole thing. I don't know why. I just never did. And then when I rewatched it, I didn't think it was that funny. There's, like, some funny moments. I don't know if it was, like, supposed to be a comedy. But, like, I feel like a lot of people say it's a funny movie. I didn't entirely think it was a funny movie. I thought it was just, like, a couple of giggles throughout the movie. Um, I will say though, I don't think there's like a bad technical aspect though. I loved the look of the movie like a ton. <laughs> I think the the soundtrack slaps. I don't I, like it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. 
Like how we're just stumbling because we we haven't it's watched them in. I won't years. talk religiously about the second one though. Um, yeah, I'll give it like an eight point five. <laughs> I think it's pretty good. First like one it. is the best because I'm a part of that hive mind. You're right. <laughs> because I'm the first one is the best because it's the most iconic or something. I don't. Know. <laughs> it's the one I watch the most. Sure. So that's why I think it's the best. Nostalgia. Because <laughs> I am nostalg basing this on nostalgia because I haven't watched them in 50 years. I. But I, I. this is the only one I remember watching from beginning to end as a kid. I re even remember the head chopping off as a kid and being like, what the fuck? Where's his head go? Where's his head go? So. I, uh, I think yeah, if I had yeah. one issue, I think it would definitely be the pacing. I remember it being really long or feeling really long because you're a child <laughs> well the last time i watched it which was when we got the blu-ray collection which was a couple years ago okay but i remember being pretty it was in high school i rewatched them sure i will say that but do, 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 do. my number one i'm of i'm, I'm an, an elite crew of <laughs> thinking temple of doom is the best Indiana Jones movie. I really love how dark it gets for a kids movie. I think they should do that again. <laughs> 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 like, I don't know. I just think it was paced really well. Like I, as I a, as think, a, I don't think Indiana Jones is a kids franchise. I mean, it was PG at the time. You could get away with, with a lot from more PG. of like family but yeah that's fair but like i it was pg they didn't have pg-13 it's just pg so you could rip out hearts and <laughs> pg goonies is superior adventure movie with kihoi kwan though i don't agree with you i saw the i saw the goonies during covid they played it and i wanted to support the local theaters and i had never seen it before so I watched The Goonies. I thought it was quite good. But I still think Temple of Doom is the better action I adventure. Do you have Sheen Austin? <laughs> Sheen Austin. I don't need Shane uh, Sean Austin. You do. I don't, actually. Do. I don't. So I think the soundtrack has a lot of really interesting beats, especially like the almost occult-like sounds in the kit with like the group of people. And I like how you don't get introduced to the villain until, like, the second act, or the near the third act, before the chase scene and shit goes. Remind down. me of that in uh, week when I finished Final Fantasy sixteen. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, because um, that is something that is very hard to pull off. It is introducing hard. a villain not in the first act, but like the second or third. Yeah. So, if you say it's as good, you do have to give them props for that. Yeah. I do think they pulled it off pretty well. Because, like... And I... Oh, the chase scene on the cart. I love the scene where he's on the bridge and he's surrounded. So he cuts it and they're all falling. And he's, like, on the bridge. And, like... I remember The dude's, scene. like, cut, like kicking the boards down at him. Like, so fucking good. It, it was... It was alligators, right? Or am I just smoking? Yeah, I, it was. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. But so I remember that in the Lego game. And, and I think it's in this one. Where 
they have to hop out of a helicopter on a raft. And then it goes down like a river. Yeah, I think that's in this one. I yeah. think that's the that's second one. one. That's a cool scene, too. Yeah. This is one that, again, I don't know why my parents let me watch these as a kid. I'm six-year-old watching Jurassic Park and Indiana Jones. Just like, ah, this is going to help. <laughs> I'm okay. Although, to be fair, I would show my kid. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember watching the third Jurassic Park more than all the others. Ew. Oh, my God. How <laughs> <a> sad soul. <laughs> Honestly, I think that was the only one we had on DVD, though. That's why. Ah, I'm an, an owner of exclusive Jurassic <laughs> <laughs> Park 3. Well, the back and then none of have, the other. Back then, we didn't have a huge library. Oh, sure. So, so he's like, ah, let's watch the third one. <laughs> you watch it, and you're like, oh. what's the context? <laughs> there is none. Alan Wake. <laughs> <laughs> Alan like <laughs> that movie's so fucking shit. <laughs> hey, don't the dinosaurs speak to him or something? In his dreams. In his I don't dreams. even know what the fuck is going on. Alan Wake is a velociraptor. Okay, bro. Spielberg on crack. He didn't direct the third. Oh, one, he didn't though. direct the third. He just did the first one. Two. Oh, I keep the forgetting the second one exists. That's fair. <laughs> That's a very boring one. The only scene I remember is when the like the the testing. Yeah, that's the only one I remember too. It's like hanging, and they have to climb out. Nope, I remember. I remember the bad guy was like limping with an arm missing, and was like, oh, ah, and he's screaming for help, and then he gets eaten by that's, the T-Rex. That's that's fun. Like, help, help! I do think <laughs> it's interesting that the dinosaurs got to the real world. They did that in the new one. They did. I was too bu- I was too busy with Bryce Dallas Howard. Mom. Mom. Ah, let's import on it. Um I don't know. I I genuinely think the second one's like a master because like I would agree with Jurassic Park. The second one is a master. That's not my mind. Indiana Jones the and the Temple of I think is the best one. I'm in an elite club of true believers. <laughs> I rake mine off of nostalgia. That's funny. <laughs> um, anywho. Now, do you want to do the reboot? The me movie review? Or do you want me to do the Oscars? It's the me movie review. So technically, it hasn't been memed yet. But I think it should be. We're going to start a trend here. Um, I think we're going to talk about Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter. We're going to watch some fucking Kino. Talk about some Kino. It is. Yeah. It's actually so. so He he fights vampires that are lesbians. And like, it's so gay. (laughs) I love it. It's an homage to the 70s. They use their budget really well. I like how the lady in the movie is just like extremely skin tight leather for no reason. Jesus Christ gets his hair cut immediately. He gets yep. his like <laughs> ear pierced and like 
Ah, uh, quintessential what, game. What did we come up with? Or something. For the, for the theme of the movie, it was like super bass, too. Oh, I'll have to. It was like something like... Jesus Christ. Superstar. We should be accepting of everyone. You don't have a review of it. I thought I had a review of it. Damn it. Do I have a review of it? I thought I did. It's a very funny movie. Um, Maybe I can find it. I don't... You don't have a review of it, though. Yeah, I might have. Um, But, like, this movie... Like, was constantly, like, evolving. There was, like, a music number, like, in the first half. They were always trying to do something different, right? There was, like, a like a death race, like, like a maximum overdrive sort of thing. Or, like, they're hopping on cars, and, like, it's super low budget. And, like... Wasn't it, like, lesbians were gonna give people AIDS or something? Like, we're trying to figure out what it was. The vampires? Yeah, it was AIDS. Was it AIDS? Yeah, it was AIDS. Jesus. Yeah, I can't find it. We're in Bozo. This movie's funny. Like, we were very... It's like, another, like, we... It's... Remember Pan Man? We're gonna watch Pan Man. We got about 15 minutes into the movie... And then he got a girlfriend, and then we were like, yep, that's it. That's good enough. We we ended it there. We didn't even finish it. We were just like pan men. Yeah, a lot of bad movies fan- that are purposefully bad are just actually bad. Like, every Asylum movie. But for some reason, Jesus Christ, Vampire Slayer just got you hooked. And it was only like 80 minutes, too. It was like a super breezy movie. I was never bored. They were always doing something really stupid in the <laughs> That's movie. And like, they were always trying to like innovate. Not like, only that, but had a deep political message about how AIDS. <laughs> AIDS, how religion isn't accepting towards people, and they want to destroy the. He did have that monologue at the end. You're right. Yeah, and he's like, we should be accepting of everyone, like our what our religion is. There you go. A message for our times. It's and, it's a movie that's should be recognized more for its it should have won the oscar it probably over gladiator (laughs) over gladiator no maybe not over crouching tiger but i don't know (laughs) but definitely over gladiator fight scenes in this movie it's very funny they're like (laughs) jumping over cars in the junkyard because they have that that's probably borrowed from one of the actor's uncles yeah i i don't know i think it it was a very funny movie and like his love interest like died, but then he like he better and brought her back as a vampire. <laughs> well, we couldn't even see her because she had her motorcycle helmet on pretty much the, in the final act. Probably yeah, she just budget restrictions. It. it was just stunt double. <laughs> we had to hide the stunt double. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just like it's so dumb that it's good. <laughs> like I don't know because I was talking with my sister about stupid movies that we watched, and I said Secret of the Magic Gourd. And Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter, or Slayer. Jesus Christ Vampire Slayer. Or, like, the two that you need to watch. And she's like, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Like, yeah. Like, and then you like, oh, but what about Cocaine Bear? Well, Cocaine Bear is mid. Yeah, I haven't watched it. Me and Ruby, my sister, we watched it in theaters. And it was okay. 
Because, like, it's hard to define those kinds of movies. But, like, because, like, if a movie tries to be bad, but there's, like, no subtext, you know what I mean? Then it's, like, going to be just straight up bad. It's kind of dumb. Like, there is no subtext. It was just trying to be funny. But, like, it kind of was sometimes, but, like, not really. <laughs> but, like, why was it... Why, why, did, why did Cocaine Bear fail to be funny, but then Jesus Christ Vampire Slayer succeeded in being funny? Because they were trying to be funny. That's the difference. But wouldn't Cocaine Bear try to be funny? No, but, like, it's because they're trying that it was bad. Oh, but... So, like, Jesus Christ it Vampire just went nuts. Slayer. Just like, let's like everyone played it straight. No one... Like, everyone knew the assignment in the movie. They were like, alright, let's do this shit. Like, it's the same thing as, like, the Velocipaster. Everyone on that job knew the assignment of keeping a straight face as the stupid shit went down. They're making a Velocipaster 2, actually. They are? They are. No fucking way. <laughs> no way. No way. I'm gonna be in this theater's day, day one. <laughs> or on your couch for the... Digital release day one, <laughs> but I'm, I'm I'll watch it. I'm That's very excited. Awesome. Velocipaster two needs to happen. Although Veloc- sweeps yeah. the Oscar. Fuck yeah. I'm very excited. And, yeah, yeah. I I think it doesn't have a ton to say, but the fact that it has something to say at all is That's, different for it, something. It did have something to say about <laughs> AIDS and gay people or something. Gay. And Secret of the Magic Gourd needs more recognition. It's about a kid overdosing on ketamine. <laughs> it's he's taking pills. We don't know what kind of pills, but we suspect that he's having a drug I trip. Swear, if Disney ever takes that off of, they Disney probably Plus, did. They probably did. I'm gonna go oh straight to Bob Iger, and I'm gonna go. You listen here, you little shit. I'm gonna, you need to keep that movie I'm on Disney+. Plus, I'm or I'm going to poop in your mouth, you And poop. then he'll say, do it. Do it. Do it. Let's light this candle up. <laughs> I like this game. <laughs> I will piss in your... Why do you think 17 children disappear at Disney World every year? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Wait, what happened? What happened? Wait, what? I give it a 10. <laughs> I give it a 10. It's, okay, it's an actual unironic 10. Like, it's actually better than so many movies that come out. Like, it's... <laughs> like, sometimes I give, like, ironic tens. This is an unironic ten. This is, like, unironically a fucking masterpiece. Okay, so. Puts it in number four. <laughs> My favorites of all time. One day we should do a Pirates of the Caribbean. I have to rewatch that series. It's been a while. I refuse to watch the last, like, three. You know, you know, like At World's End, bro. I mean, two. Sorry, <laughs> I keep forgetting. There's, I keep thinking there's like a sixth one. There's one I'm forgetting. I, I've only seen the fifth one once, and I need to see it again. Me too, and I remember falling asleep. Really? <laughs> oh my god, Barbosa dies for like the third time. <laughs> like no, I no. remember that too. And, it was and so then they sad. tease JV Jones, and it never happened. <laughs> I'm just. Ready for the Margot Robbie one. I think that'll be kind of funny. <laughs> It'll be funny, though. Uh, Hopefully it's good, though. That's the first. They should... What's Gore Verbinski doing, huh? Get him to do it. <laughs> Although, I don't think he'd want to touch that franchise again with, like, a 10-foot pole. Same. Oh, fuck yeah. 
it wasn't during the writer's strike, but I'm pretty sure he only, like, he was filming the movie, like, both of them back to back, but, like, he only had, like, concepts, so they kind of just made shit up as they went along, and that's why they're both, like, almost three hours long, because, <laughs> like, that, he couldn't well, cut anything out, because nothing made sense. <laughs> second and third one? That, yeah. That makes sense for the third one. It's just... Jack Sparrow doesn't show up until, like, 40 minutes in the movie. And it's, like, a weird, like, drug trip where it's, like, versions of himself. And then, like, they show up to his plane of existence by flipping a fucking boat. And then, like, uh, they re Pirates of the Caribbean was good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go! Honestly, though, Dead Man's Chest is underrated. <laughs> Dead Man's You're Chest is so me. fucking good. You're telling me. The scenes w of action in this movie... That are just like 20 minutes long and they keep escalating from like a foot chase to like them in like a fucking tower to them on like the wheel thing and, the and then like they find out that the chest was his heart <laughs> and everyone's like oh my god that's what he treasures the most his heart <laughs> and his heart belongs to the sea but the sea didn't want his heart or something <laughs> Pirate mythology know. is fucking stupid. I think his... I, I already loved that movie for the score a lot. Oh, yeah. I, per, I prefer the classic original one. I Pirates of the Caribbean is, like, actually probably my second favorite movie of all time. Like, I'm not even joking. I probably saw that movie, like, once a week as a child. I've probably seen it, like, a hundred times. <laughs> like, I absolutely love the first Pirates of the Caribbean, dude. It's so fucking... Like... That should have gotten best picture. I'm sorry. Over fucking Seabiscuit? Fuck you. <laughs> Seabiscuit? Fuck you. Seabiscuit did not. That's... I'm good. Johnny Depp got best actor nominated, though. Like, everywhere, which is kind of funny. Just like, everyone was just... I like you. I like... That's if, like, Harrison Ford got nominated for Indiana Jones. Like, it's that. It's an adventure movie. No one gets nominated for adventure movies. And I would say he's, like, like a co-lead with Orlando Bloom. Like, I don't think he's supporting. But he doesn't show up for a while. And he's not in, like, every scene like he is in the later movies. Like, I'd say he's, like, a co-lead. But either way, he's very good. And he won the SAG, which is funny. Anywho. So now there's the Oscars and the reboot. Might as well do the Oscars because we don't know how long the reboot is. That's true. So this year, Oscar. Oh, this is a funny year for you. You're you're gonna like this year. <laughs> you're gonna like this year. Hand me my gun. Your gun? It's gonna make noise. Though. <laughs> so this was a very interesting year because it had a lot of. Like, classic movies on here. 12 Years a Slave won Best Picture everywhere. It was, like, a big deal. I absolutely love that movie. Skill issue. Her was nominated. The Wolf of Wall Street was nominated. This was the year of Gravity Tech Sweep. How about you gravity these nuts in your mouth? Uh, gravity actually tied 12 Years a Slave at the PGA for Best well, Picture. Well, I'm glad 12 Years a Slave won. That into a good movie. <laughs> it's like a good movie. 
It's probably Captain Phillips movie. was this year, and that was nominated everywhere. That was like a big deal. I remember when that movie came out. Yeah, I remember it too. Because like people were like saying, "I am the captain." And, like people still say that. Like, <laughs> I am the captain. Um, yeah, American Hustle was a David O. Russell film. Uh, one year after Silver Linings Playbook, that won the Comedy Golden Globe. Her was nominated everywhere except for BAFTA. Nebraska, a movie called Nebraska. It's a black and white drama. <laughs> um, well, it's technically, it was put in the comedy category, but it doesn't look very funny, so I say it's a drama. <laughs> um, this is from Alexander Payne, who did Sideways and Descendants, which are two big movies that were at the Oscars. Disney's The Descendants? No, no, different. Fuck. The Wolf of Wall Street got nominated. Dallas Buyers Club was about a... Uh, uh, a man with AIDS. That was this was during the Maconnaissance. Um and then Philomena, which is about an old lady who went through like some tragic backstory. It was like very British and boring. Every movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> um but this year, like they had nine. It's a pretty good lineup. I know all of these movies. It's not like some years where I'm like, wait, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like, I'm like really confused. I know all of these movies. Um, some possible contenders, Blue Jasmine, got PGA, and it was a Woody Allen movie. Um, Woody Allen's my favorite director. Inside, Lewin Davis, the Coen Brothers movie, the Literally Me Coen Brothers movie with Oscar Isaac as the, as the guitarist. Um, Saving Mr. Banks was the movie about Walt Disney trying to get the author of Mary Poppins to be a part of disney and it was a disney movie um ron howard's rush the racing movie and that got golden globe that's kind of funny uh so best director best director went to alfonso Cuaron for gravity he won literally everything <laughs> he won everything was it really that good of a movie though? as someone who's not seen it i don't know <laughs> But the direction looks pretty good. Because he said once that he wanted to be an astronaut. But he couldn't. So he decided to make a space movie He instead. couldn't because that actually requires him to be smart. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> he has to be smart. He can't be a dumbo bimbo. A dumbo bimbo. Idiot. It requires him to actually go to school. And he did not want to do that. Well, that and he lived in Mexico. And sometimes the education there is crumb. Do they even have a space program Maybe. in Mexico? I couldn't tell you. Uh, David O. Russell and Steve McQueen were nominated everywhere for American Hustle and 12 Years a Slave, respectively. Scorsese was nominated for The Wolf of Wall Street, nominated everywhere except for Golden Globe, which is weird because the Golden Globes fucking love Martin Scorsese. They nominated him for Casino. They gave him a win. A win for Gangs of New York when, like, no one else did. Uh, and then the surprise here was that Paul Greengrass for Captain Phillips, who was nominated everywhere, was snubbed for Alexander Payne for Nebraska, which got only Golden Globe. Nebraska, the most boring state, probably the most boring movie ever, too. It's black and white. <laughs> oh, so, so of course, 
Spike Jones for her got Critics' Choice. That should have gotten in. The direction in her is spectacular. Everything in her is spectacular. That's actually so true. Even her. (laughs) Which her? There's multiple hers. (laughs) There's Amy Amy Adams Adams. There's Rooney Mara her. There's Scarlett Johansson her. Mama. Mommy. Mommy. So, Matthew McConaughey won his Oscar for Dallas Buyers Club. All right. He, all right. All right. All right. All right. He didn't even get nominated at BAFTA, but everywhere where he was nominated, he won. So, Golden Globe Critics' Choice in the SAG. I'm glad he has an Oscar. He's been in a lot of good movies. Um, the runner-up was definitely Chiwetel Ejiofor for 12 Years a Slave. Nominated everywhere. He won the BAFTA because Matthew McConaughey wasn't there. Bruce Dern for Nebraska. He's an old guy. He got nominated everywhere. I hate old people. Christian Bale for American Hustle was nominated everywhere except for SAG. He gained like a lot of weight and he was in like a fancy. Uh, and then Leo DiCaprio for Wolf of Wall Street. He got Golden Globe Comedy win and then BAFTA. Like you would think considering how iconic that performance is, he would have been in more precursors. However, the person that was like supposed to get it was Tom Hanks for Captain Phillips, who was nominated everywhere. Literally everywhere. Wall Street inspired me to become a stockbroker. <laughs> to be a shitty human being. <laughs> Let's go. Um, Joaquin Phoenix, for her, got Golden Globe nominated and nothing else. What the fuck? <laughs> he should have at least gotten Critics' Choice, dude. Like, what the f- Some bullshit. Forrest Whitaker, for the Lee Daniels movie, The Butler, got SAG. I do not know what The Butler is. Lead actress. Lead actress. Kate Blanchett wins for Borderlands. No. Her second Oscar. Her first time in lead for Blue Jasmine, where she's sweat. Um There were a lot of people that got fucking nominated everywhere and snubbed. Like nearly every category has someone like this. What the fuck? So she won everything. Good for her. Uh, Amy Adams for American Hustle won Golden Globe Comedy and was nominated for a BAFTA. Did she cry in the movie? She probably did cry. Well, she cried in real life because um, D- David O. Russell like, abused her. That's pretty cool. No, it's <laughs> Sandra Bullock for Gravity nominated I'm everywhere. I hate Sandra Bullock so much. Have I ever mentioned <laughs> yeah, that before? I think you have, yeah. She's just so annoying. I just can't stand the sight of her. Her pure presence. You fucking hate it. Like, you know, you know, like, how, like, I don't know. Apparently it's a thing how, like, how, like, moms just hate a particular celebrity for no reason. That's, like, me with Sandra Bullock. That's me with, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda. I don't know what it is, but I fucking hate Lin-Manuel Miranda. Well, like, I- like, it's not even that he makes bad movies. Like, I actually liked Tick, Tick, Boom a ton. But, like, I fucking hate looking at him. <laughs> he's an awful singer. So when he shows up in shit like Vivo, and he's the monkey, and he's singing, and I'm like, can you shut the fuck up? <laughs> and then, like... He's probably not even that big of a singer. You just hate his voice. Well, and, like, 
Then he showed up for a cameo in Tick, Tick, Boom, and it ruined the scene. <laughs> like, he didn't even say anything either. He was just, like, in the background as a cook. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Stop playing yourself and shit. And then he was the lead in Hamilton, and people think he's the worst part of that fucking play. And I haven't seen it yet, but I agree with them, because I don't like him. And then every song he makes sounds the fucking same. They're, like, six minutes long, and it's, like, them introducing themselves. And it's, like, part rap. And I'm like, what are you on about? And then he did In the Heights, and I fucking hated In the Heights. I thought it was shit. When everyone else thought, oh, this is a cool representation in this community, I was like, this cheapens it. It's actually far worse. <laughs> it's actually pretty fucking bad. And I, he wrote the songs, and you could tell because I hated them all. Uh, me with Sandra Bullock when she's in the heat. I, I'm sorry. I just needed to get my Lin Manuel Miranda hate out of the way. I hate her because I just don't like her. That's that's <laughs> fair. Do you not think she's been good ever? I just don't like her. <laughs> she's pretty good in that Murder by Numbers movie where she had a fetish for young men. Young men. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, then there was. I think she cried in Gravity, so that that, that makes her pretty good. Not me. <laughs> Judy Dench for Philomena was nominated everywhere. Judy Dench gets like a nomination every so often. Kendra's like, oh wow, it's Judy Dench. <laughs> and then like she gets in and like, wow, okay. That's a Judy Dench nomination. Uh, and then we have Meryl Streep, wow, go figure, for August Osage County. She was nominated everywhere except for BAFTA. The snub here was Emma Thompson for Saving Mr. Banks, who was nominated everywhere. Or Mystique. Oh, commercials for that would be like straight to DVD movies. That's true. You probably do you did. not remember that? <laughs> I don't. There's like a couple of people that could have like maybe gotten in. Brie Larson for Short Term Twelve got Critics' Choice. Uh, I hate Captain Marvel for no particular reason. Interesting. Supporting actor Jared Leto. Let's go. <laughs> the cultist returns. I'm a cultist for Jared Leto. Jared. Uh, also for, for Dallas Buyers Club. Oh yeah, didn't he play the, the trans? I think he did. I don't remember. Yeah. I've never seen it. I've heard of it though. All I know is that Matthew McConaughey has AIDS. <laughs> That's like all I know about the movie. Um, but I'm pretty sure Jared Leto plays a prostitute. Like I'm pretty sure. Well, That's like a part. Jared Leto can suck my pee pee. That's. But I liked him in Morbius, probably his greatest performance ever. How does it feel to be the first interpretation of Dr. Michael Moore? Oh, it's such an honor. <laughs> is, it, is it an honor? It's, uh... It's I a, absolutely love my movie. It's a movie. It's, uh... It's a go-to-the-theater <laughs> movie. <laughs> Thanks, Harry Styles. <laughs> Anywho, he won everything except for BAFTA. Um... But he won an Oscar. Good for him, Jared. Now, no, 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 no. The runner-up, because there is a runner-up, and there's a pretty good runner-up, is Barkad Abdi, who was the pirate that took over the ship in Captain Phillips. He was nominated everywhere, and he won the BAFTA. In fact, this is an almost all-white lineup. Almost all-white. BAFTA had more people of color wins than the Oscars did this year. Just think about it. <laughs> Just think about it. Um, Michael Fassbender for 12 Years a Slave was nominated everywhere. 
he doesn't show up until like the second act of the movie which is like interesting but he's really fucking good he's super good in this movie i he cries doesn't he he doesn't He's just an evil, sinister piece of he shit. He yells. He released his inner self. <laughs> he, like, whips black people. And, like, he's just, like, an awful human being. And he wants to, like, breed with people. Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> um, Bradley Cooper for American Hustle. Nominated everywhere except for SAG. Now, Jonah Hill gets his second nomination for The Wolf of Wall Street. He's very good in this movie, but he was nominated nowhere. He beats out Daniel Brühl in Rush, in that car movie. And he was nominated everywhere, but he missed out. Sorry, Daniel Brühl. <laughs> Jonah Hill's terrific in the movie. Him in this and Moneyball. Like, he definitely deserved those nominations. Like, I'm sorry. What? He, he's a... Yeah, he's... He, he can be a good he actor. Could, he, could be, he could be the next Superman. Fuck! <laughs> Ted, too. It's Jonah Hill. <laughs> supporting actress goes to Lapita Nyong'o for 12 Years a Slave. She won Critics' Choice in SAG and then the Oscar. Me when movie starring actors mentions actor. What? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> no. The only person that kind of maybe sort of had a shot... So Jennifer Lawrence, the previous year, won lead actress for David O. Russell's Silver Linings Playbook. Now it's a year later, she's in supporting for a David O. Russell movie, and she was probably number two, because she won Golden Globe and BAFTA, was nominated everywhere. I think people didn't want to give her two in a row, because like she just won lead actress at 21. Like I'm pretty sure they didn't want to give her two at that point. And she'll Lupita win. Nyong'o is fantastic. She'll win for no hard feelings this year. <sighs> Funny. She's nude on the beach for once. The 19-year-old is like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Um, Julia Roberts for Literally. August Osage <laughs> County. What? Literally be. Why the fuck are you naked on the beach? Stop Put trying to seduce me. <laughs> Stop trying to seduce me. Um, okay. Then we have June Squibb. June Squibb for Nebraska and Sally Hawkins for Blue Jasmine. It's, it's, it's an okay lineup. It's an okay lineup. Um, they should have nominated Scarlett Johansson for her, who actually got Critics' Choice nominated, despite only they being don't a voice nominate voice performances. The thing is, though, because they are not acting. The voiceovers are so like no, they're not. <laughs> Sometimes it's like The Rock where you phone it in. That's fair. But, like, this is pretty cool. Hey, what can I say? You're welcome. <laughs> no, but, like, Critics' Choice, they gave Andy Serkis a supporting actor nomination for, like, mocap. They gave Gollum a nomination, I think. Supporting actor. No, they didn't. No, did they? No. I'm trying to remember. I must be fucking stupid. Um, original screenplay. Is stupid? Why is, is he stumbling? Stu is he is stupid? stupid? Original screenplay went to her, which is a pretty fantastic win, in my opinion. I love that movie like a ton. Um, there was like kind of a number two. David O. Russell wrote American 
Hustle. David O. Russell won American Hustle. And won at the BAFTA. Um, this was kind of like a weak lineup. Dallas Buyers Club, uh, Nebraska, Blue Jasmine. It's a kind of obvious picks. They were all in the same categories as other movies that were getting in. It's not that interesting. Adapted screenplay, 12 Years a Slave. One Critics' Choice in the USC Scripter. This one was a bit different because they kept splitting. Philomena won the BAFTA. Captain Phillips won the Writers Guild. Before Midnight and Wolf of Wall Street were nominated, so that's pretty cool. Uh, best score. Or, ooh, this went to Gravity. Gravity won best score. We're about to get into a giant Gravity sweep. I just want to let you know. <laughs> um, that's why I'm taking the gloves off. Oh, about to get your hands dirty, bro. <laughs> it won Critics' Choice and BAFTA. Uh, John Williams for The Book Thief, based off of the book, The Book Thief. There was a movie on The Book? The Book Thief. Was Saving like Mr. Banks. Her was nominated. Her has a great, like, atmospheric score. Like, it's very well done. I, I'm glad that got nominated. Philomena got nominated. 12 Years a Slave was nominated everywhere. Hans Zimmer. And it was snubbed, which is kind of big. Um, here we go. Best song went to "Let It Go" by from Frozen. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> Let it go. And they like shat those. What can I say? There was only four in this category. That's kind of weird. Anywho, uh, Happy, remember Happy, the Pharrell song? Despicable Me, Me too. too, that got nominated. And then there was a song from her called The Moon Song. I don't remember in the movie, but it got nominated. It was playing in the background. Was it? In that one scene that you don't remember. Oh, sure. It was deleted. Sure. Okay, You have to watch the four-hour director's cut. Cinematography. Emmanuel Lubezki wins his first Oscar for Gravity, and he wins everything. That's pretty cool. Um, he hadn't won an Oscar before. He was supposed to for Tree of Life and Children of Men, but he won three years in a row for Gravity, Birdman, and The Revenant, so he's okay. <laughs> so he He's fine. He's not too upset about it. He has three year. of them. For what? <laughs> Despicable Me 4. Despicable Me. It comes out next year, actually. I'm so serious. It comes They're out next pushing year. it forward because it's so fucking good. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, Nebraska got nominated only because it's black and white. Inside Lewin Davis, I'm pretty sure is Roger Deakins. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Roger Deakins did Prisoners, and that got in this year. So that's pretty cool. And then the Grand Master was like an international film, and it was also black and white, so I got it. Okay, so what was snubbed? Twelve Years a Slave, which got snubbed for score and cinematography. Bunch of racist noises. <laughs> um, editing went to Gravity. I'm telling you, this could be a big Gravity sweep. Um, that won only Critics' Choice before winning the Oscar. It did win. It nominated everywhere. Captain Phillips. And 12 Years a Slave nominated everywhere. American Hustle and Dallas Buyers Club. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street was nominated everywhere. Because, like, obviously, 
Thelma Schumacher, Schumacher, I think it was Schumacher, um, like, I did not feel like three hours. Joel Schumacher. Jo- Joel Schumacher. Spelt different. Production design went to Boz Lerman's The Great Gatsby. Mmm. You are a fucking stinger, man. <laughs> Leo DiCaprio 2. That's the sequel to, um... Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> no, that's the sequel to The Wolf of Wall Street, if yeah, I remember correctly. Yeah, you're right. You're right. One's good and one's shit. Get the fuck out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're telling a hooker to get out. Yeah. Get uh, the fuck out. I'm done with you, you poor. Just like, you didn't pay me. I won't pay. <laughs> said, yeah, bitch. No, kill it's you. The Wolf Among Us, where she's just like, okay, pay me back. No. He's like, where's my whore that I... It's like, I need a hundred dollars. And then Big B's just like, I don't have it. <laughs> I don't have it. We're doing something. Do you have to do that right now? Want to play a game. Gravity and her were nominated for production design. Her, I'm, I like the nominations for her, but missing like any of the actors and missing director is kind of stupid. Is the Academy stupid? Did it win production design? No. It was The Great Gatsby. Oh, Oh, yeah, that's right. Because it was a period piece. Yeah, but, 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 her was sci-fi, but it wasn't sci-fi to the point of it being unrecognizable. I think it was in the contemporary category. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it was in the contemporary category. Which, like... Says a lot about society. <laughs> uh, American Hustle and Twelve Years a Slave were nominated. Star Trek Into Darkness got a Sci-Fi nomination at the Art Directors Guild. Desolation of Smog got Critics' Choice. That's pretty cool. Okay, okay, okay. I have to give them some praise for that. Okay, okay. I for really production like the, design. I really like the Dorvan architecture. That's it. But, but that's a, there's a huge but here. A massive butt. Okay. But. 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 He did steal that from a lot of other fantasy before that, like Warcraft and Dragon Age. That's because he's based. <laughs> so, I just want to just wanna say. Uh, costume design, Great Gatsby, Boz Lerman. Good for him. It's actually his wife that does the costumes and the production design for his movies. So, Boz Lerman's wife won two Oscars. Um, <laughs> remind me of, remind, oh, remind me about that after the Oscars. I forgot to bring something up that I was going to talk about a month ago. What? Which is that? It's something relating to credit, people not being able to credit other people, too. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. So. 12 Years a Slave, American Hustle... The Grand Master, I guess. I don't know. Saving Mr. Banks got nominated everywhere for costumes because it's like a 60s movie. Like, okay. That movie looks so generic when I watch the commercials. It probably is. It had that one voice guy who, like, does the voice. Oh, yeah, yeah, everything. yeah. In, like, the early 2000s. <laughs> yeah. That dude's fun. Um, Desolation of Smog got critics' choice for costumes as well. Good for that, I guess. Makeup and hair went to Dallas Buyers Club because they put makeup on Jared Leto. And they made Matthew McConaughey look skinny. Matthew McConaughey's literally me. Is he? No. Jackass Presents Bad Grandpa gets a makeup nomination. 
That's pretty funny. <laughs> Johnny Knox will become old, and then he swears at people. And then the Lone Ranger got a makeup nomination. The movie can fuck off. Uh, American Hustle was literally won everything because they put every they had like so much hair, like oh my god, and then like Christian Bale was in a fat suit. And it was like, ooh, we can give this a nomination. And then they didn't, but whatever. Hobbit, Desolation of Smog got nominated everywhere, but didn't get in. Uh, VFX, Gravity. Gravity won everything. It makes sense, because they weren't actually in space. They were in, like, a green screen room. And they had, like, to use tight corners and everything to, like, do the shooting and the VFX work. So that's kind of cool. Hobbit got nominated. Iron Man 3 got nominated. Star Trek Into Darkness got nominated. Um, Pacific Rim was snubbed for The Lone Ranger. Okay. S sound editing. We're in an era where there were. Can you stop? I'm trying to keep going. Sorry. I'm thinking Gravity. about Pacific Rim right now, which is literally just Neon Evangelion. But not as funny. No, yeah, that's true. There's no meat. That's true. There's no, uh, there's no, uh, there's no, there's no, Shinji. Who's the, Ahsoka. who's the lady? The, the, well, the one in red? The one in red. Uh, Ash, Ashu, Ash, oh, fuck. It starts with an A, that's all I know. <laughs> it's, there's no ASMR of her being her girlfriend. You stupid fucking bitch. I love you, sweetie. Fucking whore. Oh. Doesn't she like very much a bitch? Ah, uh, yes, actually. <laughs> Sound editing. Gravity wins. Ha <laughs> Gravity. It's, it, this was... It won seven Oscars, by the way. It won seven. Um, Captain Phillips. Lone Survivor. The Mark Wahlberg <laughs> war movie. Who will be the lone survivor? Hobbit. Got sound editing. Um, Iron Man 3 got sound editing at the guild, but missed, and so did 12 Years a Slave. Is that like the only Marvel movie with more than one? Oh, wait, Black Panther. Uh, Iron Man 1 had three. He had sound, sound, VFX, I think. Iron Man 3 only got VFX, but it was going for the soundboards. Spider-Man only got VFX. Oh yeah, the first two rainy Spider-Mans got three each. That's pretty cool. And best picture. Oh, wouldn't that have been great? Sound mixing went to gravity. It was loud, so it won. Captain Phillips, Hobbit, Inside Lewin Davis, because it's like about a guitarist, that makes sense. Then Lone Survivor, because it's a shooty war movie. And then Rush got BAF nominated. It was snubbed. So let's talk about Best Animated Film. Can you, can you what guess? What year was this? 2013. Well, 2014 Oscars, 2013 movies. 2013. 2013. Frozen 1 Song. What do you think won Best Animated Film? What came on 2013? Frozen! What else? Despicable Me 2, Monsters University, The Wind Rises, the Miyazaki movie, The Croods. I think it was The Croods. No, it was, was actually like, Frozen. Fuck! Oh, look at that. It was a big sweep, too. It won literally everything. 
Why didn't Despicable Me 2 win? It, people think Mario's gonna get in. The only uh, Illumination movie to get animated film is Despicable Me 2. Like, not even the first yeah, one did. It's the second good. one. Well, not even that good. <laughs> like, the first one's the only okay freaking Illumination movie. But, like, mm-hmm. that didn't get in. Despicable Me 2 yeah. did. Mario has a lower Rotten Tomato score than Hop. Do you really think Mario is getting in? There's actually no way. Is Hop a fresh? No. Hop is also rotten. I'm, unless it's like by like 2%. Hop is lower. Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, never mind. It's like a full like 30 points. Lower. <laughs> it's a full like 30 points lower. I don't know. Hop is Kino. Is it? This is an underrated villain. No. The chicks are underrated. Is it? I don't... Yeah. Dude, the chicks want to be in charge, right? Okay. But the rabbit's like, no, we can only have rabbits in charge. Okay. He wants to fight He's racism. He's not okay. Sure. His motives make sense. That's cool, bro. Hey, it went up. Mmm, what's this? (laughs) Mmm, Mel Gibson movie. 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Would they they actually put Mario in there if it's lower than, if it's gotten rotten? Huh? Would they actually put Mario in there? They've put in rotten movies in. Like, that's such an awful choice. Mario is not a good movie, no matter how... Everyone who tells me it's good, they literally just say, I think it's good. And then they okay. don't elaborate. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. okay. It just made me feel good. It made me feel like a video game come to life. Like, okay, bro. <laughs> okay, it made me feel like the video game over screen in Mario. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you, you get... Sp- brought back up on the map and instead of going back to the level you just leave (laughs) you quit quit the application (laughs) you shut off the console and you walk away (laughs) it's such a that's my hogwarts legacy for movies this year is (laughs) see i don't think it will because you have spider-verse the new miyazaki movie tmnt like one or maybe hopefully not two Disney movies vying for it. You have Nimona, the Netflix movie. You have Chicken Run. Like, there's a lot of shit I mean, coming out this those year. Those Chicken Run people know how to make movies, apparently. So they do. Like, they've probably. I think they've. Ardmond, right? They yeah. won for Wallace and Gromit in Best Animated Film. Like, they've won before. <laughs> like. They the and first chicken away. run was nominated, <laughs> the pirates movie was nominated. Box no, that's like a yeah box shit. They've like done other ones that have gotten nominated too, but Sean the Sheep, both of them got in. They both got in. Yeah, they they love Ardman. So no, I mean chicken doesn't? runs getting in. <laughs> chicken runs getting in. I'm sorry. Doesn't matter that it has Zach Levi. Doesn't matter that it has Zachary Levi. We're just gonna leave it. We're just gonna leave it. Zachary Levi. I got mixed feelings. About mixed feelings. Uh, the Croods was nominated. The Wind Rises is probably one of my... I've gone through my Ghibli ranking before. It's one of my favorite Miyazaki movies. And then there's a movie called Ernest. Was it as good as Frozen, though? It's infinitely better than <laughs> Frozen. So, yes, actually. Let it go. Let it go. Let, Let it go. They just ask their kids. 
<laughs> what? They literally just asked their kids what their favorite animated movie was, and the only one their kids have seen was Frozen. Mm-hmm. That's actually very good. They. That's have... why Spider Verse is gonna win. <laughs> Wouldn't that because mean the Mario kids... movie would win by that logic? No, no. Because Spider Man's more popular than Mario nowadays. No, what? No, he's not. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm. Mario. They just not even ask their kids to go. Oh, Mario! That's Mario. 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 Mario If Spider Verse gets snubbed, I'm gonna actually fucking assassinate the president of the academy. I'm gonna actually fucking assassinate everyone in the academy. But like, imagine it gets snubbed in animated film, but then because like of the love, it gets into like best picture. Like, wouldn't that be fucking? But what if what if it loses to like Wish or something in animated, but then it wins in best picture? Wouldn't that be weird? That's not unheard of, though. So, Guillermo del Toro had Pan's Labyrinth. And that was nominated for six Oscars. And it won cinematography and makeup. It was nominated for screenplay. And then people think, oh, well, it's a shoe in an international film. And then it loses. <laughs> and then it fucking loses. Everyone's like, wait, what? <laughs> How the fuck? <laughs> but, and then the movie that won was just like, Hello, I won, and hi. It was, it was like a sleeper hit. It was kind of big. And then I won Best Picture. It didn't. <laughs> the winner that year was The Departed, though, which is like a pretty decent Yeah, because Parasite was the first international. Yeah, and the only. Nice. Did you really think RRR was going to win last year? No, I had zero. It wasn't I had... even nominated. I wish it was nominated, bro. Over Elvis, fuck you. <laughs> I thought you would Elvis some bitches instead. <laughs> Got him. So now that we have the Oscars, want to know what's next? The reboot. You might be thinking, what I is think this I reboot? I think I do have to pick up my sister at 1.30. Huh? I think I do have to, I think I have to pick up my sister at 1.30. Okay. Okay, so, want to know what this reboot is? What's the reboot? Want to know what it is? Take a, take a gander. Take a guess. It's something we've never talked about before. This IP, we've never talked about it before. We've never talked about it? Well, like, we've, ta we've talked about the IP before, but, like, we've never talked about it in the reboot. Right? It's not like we're going back to something. You know, we're doing a new one. Give me hints. It is comic book related. And it's not DC. It's comic book related, but it's not DC. Yes. But it's never been in the topic in the of reboot. Of yes. reboot. So, but not DC. Yeah. Is it like, it's is it a Marvel publishing or? It is a Marvel one. Uh, fuck, man. I don't want to say Marvel in general. Is it just one character? It's one character. Is it a very popular character? Yeah. It's just Spider-Man? Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know if this will lead to us rebooting the Marvel stuff. But, like, when you, when you hear about, like, Tom Holland thinking, like, he might leave... 
because like he, he's not liking the script. He doesn't want to play it anymore. He's he's only known for it. He probably doesn't want to be known for it anymore. And he yeah. wa- he wants to get paid fuckboats of money for it. Um, he 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 might not do it anymore, right? And though you could do Miles, and we could do Miles, it doesn't mean that it has to be Peter Parker. This is a live action one. We're doing a live action Spider Man reboot again, <laughs> again. But is it a continuation with Miles? Is it the same story of Tom Holland but just like recast? That's what we come up with. But it's a live action Spider Man. Or if we want to, we could reboot the entire damn thing. Because I think that's going to be easier. Is we have a new universe entirely let's have a new universe entirely now first up is it Peter like is it Peter I like like I know people like Spider-Verse but I like Insomniac where Peter trains Miles okay so If it's the start of a new universe, it would just be Peter. But if this this is like right in the middle, oh, depending on like when Miles, yeah. Okay. Well, that's up to us to figure out. It's like there's still so much they haven't done with Peter in the movies, but there's also so much. And we like we've had so much Peter, you know. Yeah. So I get what you're coming from. I, I'm gonna say if we do Peter, we drop him in as an adult. We skip high school and we skip see, college. That's the thing. I don't think they've done that much of high school Peter. I think I think they've, they've done more of college Peter. With like Rainy? Like he was barely there. <laughs> he showed up and got no, scolded by Connors once. <laughs> because because well because And then they have the lizard fight in the Amazing Spider Man. Because they that's why people criticize Tom Holland's was because they're so used to Spider Man who's like not i think people want him out of high school though that's what i feel like i get yeah but like for 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 me the original steve ditko and stan lee run yeah spider-man was like an actual kid he was a narcissist he was kind of an asshole and we didn't we haven't really seen that he was a narcissist than tom holland's kind of (laughs) he he was Um, i don't know but see i do have it an idea for a high school Spider-Man, but I don't know if because like yeah. I don't know if we want to go high school Spider-Man. But yeah, because at the same time, I do like the idea. Like, I, I think the Suicide Squad is good on its own of just jumping into a universe and these characters already exist. Sure. And you don't have to really explain that. But if it's the start of a new universe, and we possibly, eventually, maybe do a Marvel universe, I feel like it'd be easier to see him grow into it, maybe? But I really want to see him as a teacher. I like that run. Because I've seen him as a scientist a lot, but I've only seen him as a teacher in, like, comics. I've never seen him be a teacher in, like, the movies and stuff. I want to see him do that. I want to see him be happy and in a healthy relationship with. That's too. <laughs> That's too. I think I've got a pretty good idea. I got a pretty cool 
awesome idea. So, my guess is that, because, like, we've seen it in, like, the games where there's, like, an all-out crime war, right? But when it comes to, like, movies or even, like, TV with, like, Daredevil and stuff, I'm, like, I don't see it, like, ever. Like, I don't know if because it's, like, too big or if because, like, they think it's been done in different media before and they don't want to do it again. But I have an idea for Spider-Man, but it's, like, really long, so it'd probably have to be two parts. But the idea is... And, like, how young do we want him? I don't know. My guess is, like, he was bit at, like, 14. Like, it's freshman in high school. They go to, like, Oscorp or something. Or he's, like, on the fucking street. And he gets, like, bitten. And he's like, ouch. And, like, he wakes up Spider-Man. Um, but I see him as, like, it's the summer between sophomore year and junior year. So he's going into junior year. It's the summer, right? And so, like, we don't have to deal with it too much maybe he's like looking into colleges or whatever that could be the dynamic i guess or maybe because he missed so many classes he has to do summer school but my i think we could do like a crime war almost because think of all the different kinds there's kingpin mr negative tombstone you have the enforcers you have big man big man is funny <laughs> you have like all Silvermane. He's like a very eccentric person, you know. Like, there's a lot of different crime bosses that you could have. And like, I know Insomniac kind of had it with like Tombstone and Kingpin and, and Mister Turf Wars in Turf War with Hammerhead. That would be the seventh one. My, I'd say there's seven, and they're like on uneven ground. But when Norman Osborn runs for mayor of New York. And he's going to crack down on crime. Shit hits the fan. And the seven of them basically go to war. And it's up to Spooderbro to stop the seven kingpins of crime. I, I think seven is too much. That's why it's two parts. Because you have a lot of development in the first half. When the war starts. Then you can take out one or two at the end of the first one. And then it's sort of like a gauntlet at the end. Of him trying to take them all out. And the thing is, it could lead to future movies about the consequences of taking out the seven biggest crime bosses in the city. I think you should just have two big ones. And then the other ones... It's kind of boring. Just... <laughs> I yeah, think we should like, do seven. Because then seven it keeps is, the action different. Seven is a lot, though. That's why it's two parts. Seven <laughs> is a lot. And I'm not... I don't know. Two parts, just to start out. I mean, doing... Dune is doing it. But, you know, Dune is doing it. Dune is doing it. I think that could be an interesting idea. Because he's like a kid. He's, he doesn't deal, like, he hasn't had, like, a big, like, fight before. He's fight, like, some dummies, probably, like, Grizzly or something fucking stupid. Like, he's never, like, fought, like, like, giant crime bosses with, like, armies of bad guys. Just seeing him, like, overwhelmed is something that I don't see. Like, in terms of, like, pure, like, manpower that he's going up against. Or Usually he's, like, overwhelmed because it's, like, a lizard. Not, <laughs> like, not manpower, but, like, I think 
having well having to juggle to defeat seven yeah, armies. If you have multiple villains, I think it would be more interesting for him to have to struggle to like where where he everything. has to be like where like he can only be at so many places. So like he's hearing about like all these different like things going on in the city, and he has to choose which ones to go to. And I think that could be an interesting dynamic. Make a good Telltale game, actually. It could, actually, yeah. If they got license, okay. <laughs> um, or they could just make it on their own, someone else. I don't know. But I just like the... And, like... And I want to do stuff with... Like, developing Norman as Norman instead of immediately throwing him in as Green Goblin. Like, him being the mayor of the city could be cool, I think. Because they kind of did that in Insomniac. I don't know if he got it or not. I don't remember. And do more with what they were trying to do with Raimi and make him seem like a father figure to him, I guess. Almost. Because, like, like, as the story arc goes, it, it, it sours as he ages. And he sees how corrupt he is and how much he's done to the city. With his power. With his power and billionaire <laughs> Matthew McConaughey like maybe at the end of the day Spider-Man's ability is to inspire everyone to stand up to the corruption of the not city. in this one <laughs> not in this one though um, this one's about fighting crime I think the whole origin stuff should be skipped over I, I know agree. that's what people don't like about Tom Holland's Spider-Man well you're fucking stupid and I don't want to hear 20 minutes about Uncle Ben dying <laughs> yeah we don't need to see it 40 minutes of Uncle Ben dying, and then with great power comes responsibility. We know the context. Maybe he can visit his grave once, alright? Yeah. There you go. That's your reward. <laughs> or we could just have the Batman, where it's mentioned. and Or we, we already know. We already know. All the villains are already established, pretty much. Not all of them. Yeah, not all of them. But, like, maybe Spider-Man has, like, a year or two under his belt. I say two. Because if he starts... As a freshman, he he's about to go into junior. That's two years. So yeah, he's he's been Spider-Man for like a little bit. People know of him. He's not trying to like get his name out there or whatever. I think um, maybe it's maybe not for this one. Maybe for future. But I think I think we need to do more with Gwen Stacy because the Amazing Spider-Man did not do her justice. Sure. So you don't want to hop straight into Mary Jane. Well, I, I do, feel like Gwen like, Stacy has been like a good Miles character almost. She's been like repurposed in that way. That's that's true. And Mary Jane, what her point is just to die anyways. So like, I think Gwen Stacy shouldn't be in the picture. She should be like Miles' age almost when we eventually get to change things up a bit. Yeah, and. I don't know if Mary Jane and him actually didn't even meet until college. In the comics? In the comics. So. I thought it was... I thought they did meet in high school. They didn't meet until college. Oh. With Harry, too. So there's noble love interest. Maybe it's Betty Brant. He wants to hit with the secretary. Betty Brant wasn't until he got his job. Well, he he's 16. He could work as an intern. It works. <laughs> the 20 Paid Paid lib. Well, he's 16, you know. He could. He's like a part-time photographer, you know, for like a like a media website or something. We need to do something. In, no, Peter. People don't 
make money from photography now. So I think they kind he, of do if you're a special app. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he. Does. I don't want him to be a blogger though. I fucking That's hate. <laughs> like I don't like. I don't like what they're doing with Miles in the Insomniac game where he's a fucking blogger. Like I'm. I'm good. I don't need that in my maybe, life. Maybe. Maybe. He's I, smart. So what? Because <laughs> I think. Doc Ock should be a big bad. Not in this movie, but like he's built up. You know? So it's Otto Octavius for a while. Maybe he just. Maybe maybe he just. Spider Man. Maybe Peter just free. No, he, we don't even have to discuss his jobs now. He's in high school, goddammit. He works at McDonald's. <laughs> he could just be freelance and just do pizza or. Uh, oh my god, he's a pizza delivery guy. Yeah, he's a pizza delivery He's a pizza guy. delivery guy. And he had to get his license, even though he doesn't have a car. <laughs> and he, in New York? Yeah, and he basically just swings around to get it there. He's like Spider-Man 2. He's a pizza delivery guy. And, like, he gets it late sometimes. But I do think Jay Jonah should be in it. I don't think we should ignore him. Yeah. Which is why I want him to work at the Bugle. But I don't want him to be Alex Jones. That's kind of cringy. <laughs> like, it was, like, funny for a little bit. But, like, he's, like, not, like, pure evil. Like, he's a good guy. So, like, an online website? Like a like a BuzzFeed. Yeah. Like, he just runs... D- Daily Bugle's BuzzFeed. He writes shitty articles. Well, very biased shitty articles. And he writes shitty articles for the Bugle. And he's, like, a good writer. So he like writes shitty articles quickly in his free on time on purpose. So on t- on purpose because he wants those clicks and he like gets money from them, and like he uses that to like upgrade his gadgets. And I like that he has gadgets because like Miles has actual powers with like <laughs> like electricity and going invisible and shit. I like that he sometimes can have like I don't love the drones. That's like kind of like nuts, but like web bombs. That's cool. <laughs> or like. He can have, like... Ah, oh, those fucking gravity mind things are so stupid. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm trying to th- figure out, like, what gadgets he could have that he could use throughout the movie. Spider bombs. Spider bombs. Trip spider wires. Oh! Oh, like, on the wall. Yeah. He, <laughs> like, sucks them in. That's... Yeah, I kind of like that. He's a fucking genius at that. He just steals them from Nor. He steals the tech from Norman. He does. <laughs> Is so Harry in this? Uh, I think he should be. I think Harry should be introduced with MJ, too. In college? No, so he like, knows Norman before I mean, Harry? No, no, like, oh, Harry being in... The, well, yeah, they, they should be... I I don't know. Do you, here, we should answer this first. Do you like MJ as supermodel popular MJ or loser MJ? Like I like when it's out back. of his league, but because he's silly and goofy, he gets to hit. <laughs> you know, like that's, that's how his character works. He's a dork. He's a nerd. He's a weeb. And then she's like, "Face it, you hit the jackpot, tiger." And he's like, "Okay." <laughs> he's like, "I'm in love now, mommy." mommy. <laughs> and then, like, he wants to hit. You know, that's all he wants to do. Because he's like silly and goofy, he get he gets it. You know, because <laughs> he's silly and goofy. <laughs> Uh, we haven't even figured out what the plot is yet. What we're doing? We kind of just—I still like my crime boss idea, but if we're not going with that, I'm not sure where to start. Well, if there were crime, if we're doing crime bosses, I would want the villain to be either Tombstone or Kingpin. I Kingpin like Mister is... Negative because he actually has powers. 
Which is why I want multiple. Because you can have, like, guy with metal head. Just good at crime guy. Guy with negative zone powers. Silvermane, in some versions, owns, like, a tech company from, like, the future. Who the fuck knows? And, like, you could do something maybe, with that. Maybe Mr. Negative can also be a parallel to Peter because he's so negative on himself or something. See what I did there? Hold on. <laughs> what are we calling it? I think we should call it Spidey. Spidey. Keep it dip like Spidey. Like, keep it simple. Spidey. Because, like, I don't want it to be called, like, The Spectacular Spider-Man. Like, I don't like the really long titles. And just calling it Spider-Man is, like, weird. Or, like, Your Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man. Like, that's really long. The Spider-Man. The oh, Spider-Man. I think Spidey works. And we, in terms of tone, I think this should be more lighthearted. Because, like, I think of Spidey, and, like, the logo is, like, yellow and red on like a blue background and like the trailer is like more goofy it's like it's like it's like almost like a pg movie and we never we never uh never really got a super light-hearted spider-man i mean homecoming tried like a little bit <laughs> like with homecoming yeah but like but i i i'll give watts some credit I like the escalation he goes on through those movies where it starts off really funny and goofy, but then the final act, it's like everything's going to shit. And he loses everything. And he loses everything. If 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 it takes the two-part route, that's how I'd want it to slowly descend. Oh, in this, in it, this one? Or even if it's just the first one, because I do really like that. So what would he lose? Well, like, not just that, but, like, it starts to get... A bit darker. So here's what you do. It's a two-parter, right? If we kept the seven, we don't have to keep the seven. Some of them are obscure, like the Enforcers or whatever. Or Big Man. Big Man's funny. He's a fedora. But, like, if you do, like, five. If we max out at, like, five. And you have, like... Like, maybe one of them finds out who he is. And he, like bombs the apartment complex <laughs> like because it makes sense he's living in an apartment and not a house yeah god damn like <laughs> he's living in like a semi-shitty apartment aunt may works like two jobs at like the as like a nurse right isn't she a nurse in one of them i don't remember she's at a hospital she's sometimes. a secret agent <laughs> no shad aunt may shad aunt may she's the real hero i am the real but, like, she could be, she could work at, like, a cafe sometimes at, like, nights. Like, during the day, she works at, like, because I feel like Uncle Ben dying and her just being, like, okay is, like, a little weird. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. What? Like, I don't know. Like, for the for the villains thing, like. I know it's, like, really hard to have, like, a villain with actual, like, depth. But if, like, at least one of those can have depth and then the other ones can be, like... Like, I want to do it, like, if there's more than one villain, I'd want to do what Superman Legacy did. Where, like, each one is, like... A Legacy? Yeah, uh, Superman. <laughs> uh, not Legacy. Uh, I forgot the name already. For all seasons? 
No, it's... All-Star? All-Star Superman did with all the villains is, you know, they don't really have too much depth, but they're just there as, like, trials and something Peter has to get over, like, mentally or physically. Like a power, you know, mind or whatever the fuck. His selfishness. The mind. That, the will. That thing, like the trials of Hercules. The spirit. They're literally just trials he has to go Maybe. and accomplish. And then there's just that one villain who is evil. I think Mr. He's Negative could be a guy. cool bad guy. Because, I know, like, Kingpin's already been a bad guy in a couple movies. No one fucking talks about Mr. Negative. Like, him... Like, we could change the origins, too. We can kind of do whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> like, I like the idea of... Just, like... He has to, like, run a gauntlet, almost. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not supposed to... Like, there's five, right? And, like, five's a ton. You know, Kingpin, Hammerhead, Mr. Negative... Yeah, no. all all I'm asking for in favor is if one of those gets more screen time and has more depth than oh, the others. One of them would get more. Yeah. I I think it'd be Mister Negative because he has cool like no. he's a cool like demon army and he's got like the under like the fucking negative zone and shit. That would also make sense because maybe Peter can start. I don't know because of anxiety. all the pressure he can. Yeah, have an anxiety <laughs> he can start losing himself or something because Mister Negative is like the negative side of people or something. You know, oh, that's sure. what he is. I guess represents sure. so maybe more of those negative traits come out more. I yeah. As the movies go on, because I think we should have like one goofy bad guy, while like the other like Kingpin, Hammerhead, like Mister Negative, or like the big three. I'd say, I don't know. I love, <laughs> the Enforcers could be cool because it's like three people like running in and they're all like, like from the thirties and they're really fucking stupid. <laughs> and they're just like, like what, what, Fancy Dan, like Big Ox, <laughs> like it's kind of dumb. It'd just be throwaways at the beginning. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> that's the first one he takes out once the war starts because they're incompetent. <laughs> like he takes them out. It could be running gag throughout if there's more just taking out the enforcers right away because <laughs> they're dripped out and i'm guessing 30s mafia attire yeah. they have like the the casual tommy guns you know like, <laughs> and like i was like oh maybe it can sh- be shot in black and white too <laughs> this would honestly make sense as an animated movie but if yeah, we had an animated marvel universe that would take a long ass time as opposed to live action so, like, I don't know. <laughs> and plus, Spider-Verse kind of peaked. S- Spider-Man animation. Spider-Man in general. So, yeah. We're not going to go that far. <laughs> um, do we have to pause? Probably. Mm-hmm. What? Oh. So, we haven't even really figured out, A, a good villain. I I still think it should be Mr. Negative. I and, like, agree. Four. Like, how many crime bosses, though? Well, the, I feel like more the merrier to make the the threat seem more daunting for Spider-Man. But otherwise, I'd say like five, maybe four. What do you think? Hammerhead is an underrated villain. No, he's not. He's actually awful. Kingpin, Mr. Negative, Hammerhead. There's more. What the fuck? Tombstone. Tombstone. 
And then what's the fifth one? Fuck. Shark. Hmm? Overdrive. That's not a crime boss. She's like a mercenary. Hmm. Screwball. That that's not how that works. <laughs> Spider-Man. So are we not doing Mary Jane like at all? Oh no! One, I think it would be too bloated if it was. That's why I say we do two parts. I don't know. Crime lords. This guy. Hmm? Carlos Lamierto. <gasps> Elmer. <laughs> Black Tarantula. I always thought he was like an assassin, not like a crime lord. <laughs> I feel like there's a little bit of a difference. We can have Valcone. Hmm. So, okay. Maybe we should like try to iron out the plot first because I feel like we're hopping around a lot. And I don't know what I'm supposed to be writing down for, like, what we're keeping and what we're not keeping. So, like, okay. We're doing crime bosses. We have five of them. Who are the five? You pick the fifth one. Kingpin. Mr. Negative. Hammerhead. Um... Tombstone, and then who's the fifth? Silvermane. Let's see. Silvermane or Owl? Who's the cooler one? He's kind of generic. Owl. He's IRS. <laughs> <laughs> to defeat the IRS. <laughs> Alright, so who are we picking? Mm. Owl has powers too. Who is who is Owl? Owl runs an illegal business enterprise and he has owl powers. He can fly. Turn his head three seconds. <laughs> okay. Um. Alright. I say we have Norman. And. Because hmm. I feel like. I don't want him to be Green Goblin right away. I want him to, like, build, build in. Um. I feel like Harry should be there. It'd be weird for him to know Norman, but not his son. Mm -hmm. Even if, like, Harry's not in it as much, I feel like he should be in it, like, a little bit. And I guess we don't need a love interest, but we do need Aunt May. Um, let's see here. What else is there? No love interest. Do we want references to other Marvel heroes? Or are we keeping it solely Spider-Man? 
And is this a part one or part two? Hmm. Or two-parter. Or one-parter. One-part or two-part. Mm. Might as well make it a two-parter. Okay. Mm. <laughs> okay. Um. What else? I think Jay Jonah Jameson should be there. I think Otto should be there. Mm -hmm. But not as Octavius. Um, I don't... Like, I know crime bosses can have assassins, but I don't really want to get into, like different assassins and i don't really want to get into like black cat and like thievery stuff so i think we'll just stick with the crime bosses for now um what if j jonah jameson owns the pizza place but he wants pictures of spider-man because spider-man carries around the pizzas and he's like look spider-man loves my pizza oh no <laughs> well i don't know I guess he could be a pizza player. I think he should be like an unpaid intern. Because <laughs> like Jake Jones kind of an asshole like that. At like the Daily Bugle, like the BuzzFeed website. Well, he's an asshole when it comes to money. That's true. But he's not actually a super big asshole. Hmm. <laughs> like if he knows Peter's identity, he won't throw it out there because that makes him a lot of money yeah it does um hmm. i'm trying to think of what else who else could be in the story and how they could fit into the plot do we want like high school friends do we want flash thompson oh i like flash thompson though I like him too. If we have Flash, I'd want him to have growth too. That works for me. Because I think he could definitely get it. Because like maybe in the first two, he's like generic, meanie, butthead guy. But then, as like they go into college and stuff, he could be like more like normal and not an asshole. Was <laughs> out of high school changed it's changed and he i think he should go to the military mm -hmm. and i don't know if he like hardens him he's not so much an asshole anymore but he's also has like ptsd and shit or something so if we eventually do venom he could become agent venom because we haven't seen that in live action before mm -hmm. um do we want to put jefferson morales in it as a cop yeah just a little easter egg oh not a side character, oh, like I mean, a he reference. Could be a side character. But he's he like, be like he's like the cop he talks. It's like his Gordon almost. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but ca oh, Captain Stacy, no. Well, we he could be the captain, and he's just the lieutenant. I could be the lieutenant who dies. No, so like Captain Stacy would die in a later movie. No, uh, Captain Jefferson dies. 
I think we should first. keep it as Morales because I don't like Jefferson Davis. <laughs> I don't. I think Jefferson Morales will go with that. But I think he should be lieutenant, and I want him to stick around until Miles becomes Spider-Man as well. Alright, so I will add Lieutenant Jefferson Morales, and then Captain Stacy. Alright, do we want to keep going? Do we want Betty Brandt? Even for like a minute? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Even for just a minute. Alright, look at this roster. Are we good? We might as well add MJ just for her to show up or something. I don't know. How do you mean? But like not really. Like a anything. love interest or like a not really or like a friend anything, from just high like school. Like a friend, yeah. Because she is his neighbor. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Maybe it could be like. Like he knows about her, but she doesn't know about him until college. I or maybe it could be one of his growth things. How do you mean? Like at the beginning, he wants to go t talk to her, but he doesn't until the end of the second part. Oh sure. Where he builds the confidence. And stuff. Does anyone die? Is the real question. Tension in the spike. Oh, so okay. Um. So all right, we have our characters. Now let's figure out a plot. So it's a two-parter because I don't think the war on of like the crime bosses should start until like the end of the third act of the first one. It should be like a rising tension that like Jameson talks about, that like Norman talks about. And I feel like this wouldn't be like an action heavy first half of the story. Like I feel like he wouldn't be doing a ton of Spider Manning until the third act. When shit kind of goes down. Or like maybe the halfway through. Like You could just take out a villain right at the end. Get him out of the way or So like I think he would take out Owl, and there'd be four left. Because then everyone would have depth. You'll have to give it to him, but these four would have depth. And then going into this next one, it's him like going through a gauntlet of trying to take out these four bosses. Almost. Like a video game. It's crazy. Um, so I don't think many of these people would be in here for very long. Like Flash would maybe be in here for like a scene, maybe two. Mary Jane, I think, at least in the first one, would only be, like, there for a little bit. Would be there for, like, a bit in the second one. I like the idea that maybe they would be friends before they'd be, like, going out. He just doesn't have, like, <laughs> courage to talk to her. Um, Aunt May, I don't know how long she'd be in it. I think she'd be in there for a long time. We need more Aunt May. <laughs> but, like, what would she do in the movie, though? Inspire Peter. That's all she does. Just monologues. <laughs> you need to do the right thing. And stop the bad guys. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, maybe the... What? The f Maybe the first one, we can... The Spider-Man things are just him, like... Um, like, the struggles that he goes through is him just doing small things, but that's still... Like, he can't get milk for his pot may. But then it escalates into things he can't do. You know? Like fight a crime war. <laughs> like fight a crime war. Like, oh, fuck. Like the issues just keep 
and going up. I like that. Escalation. Um. Okay. So, do you want anyone to die in this story? It's a good question. Not really. I feel like no one would die on accident either. Everyone would just either get beaten up or like get out unscathed. Yeah. But I think... I don't know who would figure out his identity, but I like the idea of the apartment getting fucking attacked. Because they know. One of them does. I don't know who would, though. Yeah. My guess would be Mr. Negative, because he's like the only skinny one. <laughs> or maybe it would be Owl, and he defeats Owl first. Because he blows up the apartment. And or he knows his identity. Maybe Tombstone knows? I like the idea of... I don't know. I want more to do with Tombstone. But I don't know. Yeah, Owl. Owl knows. But we, Owl knows. <laughs> just that he can that. fly. He's like one of the yeah, few with true. powers. We just discovered that villain, which is... <laughs> we just immediately... Yep, he knows his identity now. How does he figure it out? That's... that's. The, I think one of the business guys like Tombstone or Kingpin. The oh, and like sense. he gives them the information or something? Well, they it's would, like a deal. They would make more sense... To blow up the apartment because they're more businessy and they'd like ah oh sure like I I dug apartment. some stuff up. blow up the apartment <laughs> yeah blow up the apartment blow up the apartment but I will see like I think the something. idea of like so superheroes are emerging in this world right and superhero damage is becoming more of a thing we don't really see it but maybe there's like news clippings of like we're like, gonna have a like, civil war but actually good this time no no we're not doing like. So, no, this is, like, uh, here's the villain's motive, okay? Or one of them. So, like, there's a lot of damage that superheroes do in, like, conflicts with, like, their bad guys. And a lot of these properties, like, lose a lot of their value once they've gotten, like, attacked. So, maybe, maybe this is negative, Mr. Negative. Maybe this is Kingpin. But his plan is to basically buy him for cheap after superhero battles... And then, like, basically build new ones, but, like, have them be super, like, expensive. Like, basically suck money from people. Isn't that, um... Isn't that, um, uh, What's it called? Gen gentrification? Basically. He wants to gentrify New York. Even though it's already gentrified. That's... <laughs> well, like, even more. Like, he wants to, like... Like, he, he sees, like, rich people, and he's like, I could take a shit ton of money from them. So, like, these superheroes that get into fights, maybe we see, like, a clipping of, like, Iron Man fighting Fing Fang Foom or something. I don't know. But, like... <laughs> with Shang-Chi. With, with Shang-Chi, that'd be kind of cool. But it's, like, a news clipping. There wouldn't be footage of it. But, like, seeing, like, superhero damage. So, like, he would, like, raise... Like prices, you know, he would like screw people, like poor people, maybe. Out well, of yeah, the homes, he'd be like, screwing kick them poor out. people out because the property value goes up, or it goes the property value goes down because of all the damage. But then you build a bunch of rich play, people places, and the places and then rich people you just like and squeeze the them out. Poor <laughs> people are gone now. You squeeze them out, and Mister Negative, his alter ego, like his normal persona helps homeless people so maybe that's a part of the conflict oh, yeah. he wants to get so rid like of mr negative is like an anti-hero 
She's trying to stop Kingpin from his plan, but he, like, has his own motives because, like, he got experimented on by, like, Norman or something. Like, one of his Oscorp texts or something. Because I, I feel like not all of them would be connected. Like, Owl's just out. <laughs> He's just there. But, like, if, if, like, there's, like, not only, like, a personal reason on top of just, like, I want more territory, and then they, like, fight each other. If there's a little bit more of a personal reason, and then Spider-Man's just kind of, like, wedging his way into the middle of it, I think that could be a, an interesting route to go. It's like Tombstone oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. keeps people homeless because he, he's, like, a drug dealer almost. He's, like, a drug. And like, That's how he makes money from low-income neighborhoods. Basically. And then Hammerhead is funny. <laughs> Hammerhead is just a big bumbo idiot. And Owl's motive is that he was also experimented on and he wants to take down Norman Osborne or something. Who's running for mayor. Who's running for mayor. Um, there we go. That's, the, that's, a, that's a good first half. Some information. I don't know who finds it. Probably... Kingpin finds out. Oh my god, Aunt May's in one of those low income places. So he bombs it and is going to try to squeeze people out. It's like Peter's personally afflicted by it. That's That'd be kind of cool. You could see it firsthand, man. Well, maybe it doesn't even have to just be superhero damage, just like rise of violence in general. Sure. But, like, that's, that's a part crime. of it, though. So. Maybe that could be like a ripple. Maybe it could be like Spider-Man The Last Stand, where it turns out the entire time the government hired all these people to be bad guys. Hmm? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about? The Last Stand. I've never heard of this. Spider-Man The Last Stand, it turns out all the supervillains are actually hired by the government. Why? <laughs> Because they're geniuses at Marvel. <laughs> How do you even get a plan like that to work? Just hire people on the street. Be this guy's arch nemesis. Oakley Doakley. Oakley Doakley. Doodly doodly. Howdy ho, neighborino. Hold it. So, he defeats Owl at the end of the first one. Aunt May's apartment has been blown up. And they are living at one of the homeless shelters that Mr. Negative owns. So, part two begins. Where do we start? Um. The homeless shelter explodes. What? <laughs> uh, uh. How? <laughs> we call off Captain Stacy. Really? No. Oh, I didn't. I didn't want it. That'd be silly. Then John Travolta shows up and is like, "Bazinga!" What? <laughs> the magic. I know they're in a homeless shelter and. Um, Peter Parker's like, I have to do something about this. And he goes and does something about this. 
I see the vision. <laughs> um, I don't... Because, like, he defeats him off the end. Right? Yeah. That's the big thing. But, like... Maybe he understands more about, like... Certain struggles that, like... People in impoverished neighborhoods deal with. And he sort of understands Mr. Negative's motives of, like, trying to help them. Almost. But... Mr. Negative, having... You know, trying to kill the potential... is kind of a terrorist in a bad guy. But, like... Sorry, I was eating my sandwich. <laughs> I don't know how... Like... Hammerhead, I think, should be the first one. Out That's what in I was thinking. In the, in the... <laughs> what are you gonna do with Hammerhead? He take he you take him out in the first one. He doesn't carry a ton of thematic weight. Mm -mm. I think we take him out like it, like first twenty minutes. We, oh my god, there's a one there's a long take, where they're at like a, so they're building a building right. They're at the yeah. bottom. There's the cranes <laughs> and stuff. And there's, like, a fight going on. Hammerhead's there. He's got, like, a fucking missile launcher. Like, <laughs> cops are there. You know, uh, Lieutenant Are you saying Morales these are going to be super there. campy movies, too? It could be pretty campy, yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's like doing some zingers, some one-liners that are really cringy, but, like, kind of fun. And then... Yeah, but, like, the lawn take is, like... Because Spider-Man's so young, he's, like, fucking whipping around. And, like, the camera's, like, panning, like... Damien Chazelle style was like... <laughs> He's like following it around and he's like doing different actions and shit or like Edgar Wright shit. He's like hopping around beating up bad guys. And it could be close ups if you would like. And the hammerheaders could be fighting the demons because the demons are the main, well, kind of one of the main bad guys. Yeah. And he defeats them by. The hammerheaders. <laughs> you, so, you know how like there's like. You know monster house <laughs> when like the lady like accidentally turns on the cement thing yeah and she falls in and dies like something like that occurs but he actually gets him out but, like his bottom half is stuck in cement <laughs> like, but he gets arrested he's pulled off in a comedic way yeah <laughs> he goes to jail in a cement block yeah like his legs are in a cement block and he's just like <laughs> fucking pissed like, his arms are tight <laughs> he's because he can't, he can't be a hammerhead anymore. Can't run around and do shit. He's just... Or, like, maybe he, like, rips at some of the skin and you see the metal. And you go... <laughs> like, you fucking shock oh, him. Shock him. Jefferson Davis shocks him. With, with the, the taser. taser! Hell yeah! <laughs> and then they do, like, a high five. <laughs> yeah. Like, buddy cop. No. Just do like Instead of Yuri, we have Jefferson Davis now. Because Yuri is lame. Yuri could have been cool. And I like that she was, like, pushed to the brink. She was, like, an aspiring, like, potential candidate to move up further in the system. But because of, like, a personal vendetta, it, like, got the worst of her. And how she described vengeance, it wasn't, like, it, it wasn't what was supposed to happen. Like, I think Yuri could have been cool. But because it was in a DLC that was only okay. Like, and they're probably going to mention it once in the 
music because it was only okay. I don't know. <laughs> like, Silver Sable wasn't in it and then just showed up in the third one. Like, yo, I'm here to help. And like, oh, okay, then. <laughs> Neat, I guess. I don't know. Those DLCs were not mid. They were awful. I think they were mid because the first one was kind of cool. Because it, like it was like a heist one. And oh, then yeah, yeah. Black Cat jabated you. You know? <laughs> and you were like, oh, shit. Do I have a kid with her? You don't. But, like, it could have... What if it is? What? <laughs> what if he does? It doesn't. Because she was lying to get him involved. That's what if she point. was lying about lying? So she was telling the truth? <laughs> That's weird. But I liked the cutscene that they had afterwards with MJ and Peter. Where he's like, I'm kind of relieved I don't have a kid. Because I'm kind of busy. And she's like, you'd be a great dad. And it's like... <laughs> Mayday. We need Mayday eventually. <laughs> eventually. Spider-Man 2. Really? Yep, Spider-Man 2. The end of Spider-Man 2. Mayday she announces rises. she's pregnant. <laughs> Mayday Rises, Spider-Man 3. Rise of Spider-Girl. That's the third Spider-Person. It's his daughter. But it's like a baby. <laughs> it's like a daughter. Yeah, he plays baby. <laughs> <laughs> a baby fights the fucking scorpion. <laughs> <laughs> what do you can't have? No, it fights like big wheel. <laughs> big, big wheel. Big wheel. Big wheel. Um, okay. Big wheel's gonna show up in the first hour of Spider-Man Two. Don't give me hope. <laughs> Don't give me hope. I will. I will take it and run with it. Um. Okay. So they defeat Hammerhead in a comical way. I think next would be Tombstone because if they. Because, like, I don't know, you work your way up, I guess. Or, like, Kingpin and Mr. Negative are at the same time. Yeah. So, like, Tombstone, he, like, tracks, like, drug supply runs. Sort of connects it to this one area where he ends up defeating Tombstone. And it kind of fucks up uh, the plans of Kingpin because he needed Tombstone to keep feeding the people like that stuff and for them to get addicted to it to stay homeless so they don't have money <laughs> and like he's 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 trying to systematically change things from the ground up spooter guy um so yeah he defeats them i'd think like a cool like one-on-one -on -one fight with like motorcycles sort of how like insomniac but, like, there's people on motorcycles, and, like, he's, they're, like, flipping and, like, throwing motorcycles at each other. That'd be cool. And there's, like, the garage to rent starts fucking exploding. <laughs> How would he defeat Tombstone, though? How? He just would. <laughs> he, I, he would He would have to, like, incapacitate him somehow. Because, like, he can't feel anything, right? That's his whole thing. He can't feel the pain. So he could just keep going. <laughs> Or his, like, skin's indestructible or something when he's on the drug. So maybe he has to just give him some water so he passes through the system. But, no, he's, like, permanently on it, though. Yeah. Tombstone. You can, like, punch him or something. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Innovate. Innovate him. Maybe, uh... He has, like, a shock web. That he builds, uh, like, out of, like a, like, a taser that Morales gives him. That could be cool. Like a little gadget. We could just shoot him with a machine gun. What? Oh, oh. 
Maybe he can. He's res immune to. He's uh, weak to explosions. <laughs> you just set up some fucking gas cans and shoot it. Explode. <laughs> gas. Gas. What? What do you mean gas? Can knock him out with gas. Like a, like a, like a gas form of gas. <laughs> like, like just like knock sleeping gas. Sleeping gas. Oh, and then just hand him over to the police. So the final fight is Kingpin and Mister Negative. I feel. Like. I think there should be another fight after. What do you mean? Oh, so it's like one at a time? or No, like, they, he fights both. He thinks he wins. And then they have the presidential rally. And then... Or the may, mayor, mayor rally. Mayor. Just like in... Uh, and then just like in Insomniac, that's when negative comes in. And then they have... But this time they have a giant fight in that negative zone. And he summons a dragon. No, he doesn't. I don't know what he would do. I like the... I, I like that he has like a sword. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. And he's like shit. And he's like doing some like, matrix shit. I don't. If there's Mister Negative, I'd like to cool, do some at least some cool visual stuff with him because he's got some cool colors. Maybe it gives Spider-Man the negative suit that he could bring into the next movie. That could give him the ability to like make portals and stuff for like a little bit. Because that is a suit that he has. is like a negative zone suit. So we could bring that into it. Because we haven't seen that really in the live action space. So he leaves the movie with the powers of the negative zone. I don't know how he would get rid of it in the new one. But he would. We'll, not, we'll never know. But um. So okay. There's two at once. Kingpin versus Mr. Negative. King. He thinks both are defeated. And then he beats him. Or would that be too much? I mean, just one giant one. Like, it, it's not too long between each fight. Or it's just, like, yeah. two stages, almost. But he defeats him in the negative zone. And then we would give him a shit ton of time to make it look good. Because <laughs> otherwise it would look like shit. And then... Like, what does he do at the end? Like, he defeats them. They move into a new apartment. Him and Aunt May. Um, he gains the courage to ask out MJ. He sort of has a, a distrust for Norman now. After he found out that the Mr. Negative guy was being experimented on by him. And then... But... He realizes that it's going to leave a hole in the power vacuum. Because the five biggest crime bosses are gone. Now they're going to fight for that. What? Now everyone's going to fight for those power vacuums. No, for the one giant one. Like, it's like, oh shit, I can take that. Well, someone's going to want it, but who's going to want it? Everyone. Not Green Goblin. Because no, <laughs> I have a plan, bro. I've plotted this out. Because, like, we'll get into some more, like, like magical, not magical, more, like, like powerful villains, not just, like, crime bros. Like, we could do, like, the elementals of, like, Whirlwind, Sandman, uh, Molten Man, and Hydro Man. That could be cool. A story where Miles is finally introduced when he's in, like, college, like, late college. Miles shows up or something. Like, I think... It 
inherently what's a good idea with insomniacs was that they're not it's not that huge of a age difference. age difference it's just like an older brother to him yeah that's what he would be doing basically yeah. so like when he's in college miles is in like high school but because he knows his dad jefferson miles it's kind of roped into it and he becomes spider-man but we're talking way ahead in advance yeah so do we call it spidey part one and two or do we give spidey two a subtitle we'll just say they're code names <laughs> so we don't have to come up with titles well i think spidey just being the first one and then man. this is what man for the second spidey one. and then just man oh <laughs> well, like i know it's cringe to have like rises in the title because it's like it's the birth of a character you know but like it kind of it because like he's just been like a bro he's not he's established but he hasn't like fought anyone he has like some respect but he's been like low level but now he stopped the five biggest crime bosses in the city without daredevil for some reason without daredevil maybe daredevil doesn't even exist yet yet <laughs> well like maybe he just didn't become daredevil yet oh yeah, yeah but he yeah. he would be like a lawyer maybe, maybe. spider-man spider-man imagine being taken people. out by 16 <laughs> spider-man inspires people to become superheroes but there are already superheroes but he inspires more people to be superheroes okay yeah sure why not because <laughs> he's spider and he's spider. the best superhero I don't hate this. Well, if we created and the, the universe, I think what I'd want to do is just do what Ultimate did and just make him the main character of the universe. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that works. He's just like, yeah, he's here. Because he, he's perfect for, like, the eyes, like, our... Because, like, he's pro he is the most relatable Marvel superhero. He is. So he, he's, like, the perfect, like, our eyes into the universe. He is. So. I think he could definitely... I don't... That's why I said when we eventually get to it. Because I don't want to yeah, hop right, right into it. Because yeah. we did DC, and that took forever, and we got bored after a while. It's like, we will do some slowly, right? We'll put them in the same universe, but, like, we're, we're not going to plan out each week, you know? It's like, we're going to do this, and we're going to do this. We'll, in, like, one week, I'll be like, Yo, we should do, like, Iron Man. And then, like, three weeks later, it's like, yo, we should do, like, Daredevil. Let <laughs> me just, like, slowly build it out. Um, does that sound good? Mm -hmm. I don't want to sit here for That sounds weeks. better. I don't want to sit here for 20 weeks doing it. <laughs> sounds better, to be honest. <laughs> Next. Okay, so we've done Spooder Bro. We've done an Oscars. So... Do you have anything to say for the year-long Happy birthday. To the pod. Okay. <laughs> okay, no, nothing else. No monologue. Five-minute monologue about how much you appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate our zero viewers. <laughs> we have more than zero. What are you talking about? I appreciate our one viewer for sticking with us. <laughs> for being goofy and silly. Sorry for being a little goofy and silly. Even even you probably weren't able to handle it half the time. I don't think we are as goofy and silly as we say we are. <laughs> no, I think we're pretty goofy and silly. A little sociopathic every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's fine. 
We reveal our dark side. <laughs> our inner wolves. <laughs> Don't say that. Let's go. Um, hell yeah. So, how, how, tell me now, what Marvel character do you want to do next? Any any Marvel character. I'll, I'll, I'll write it in the timeline right now. Nothing. <laughs> Biggest dickus. That's not... <laughs> yeah, I don't... I'm just kind of tired of Marvel in general. That's fair. But, like, we're making a better one. <laughs> Um, like one that's like I'd next I'd want to do one that's like I I want I next like I don't know like someone who d d doesn't get enough attention and who doesn't get enough attention I don't know well like that's what you gotta someone that doesn't get enough attention should piss people off by making a Punisher movie. Oh, instead of, like, a show? Or, no, like, piss people off because they don't understand the character. Oh. Uh, but I don't know that much. Oh! Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> or, like, um... Go kiss people use his logo and think he's, like, a alt-right motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Make Captain America an asshole this time. Do we? I mean... You, you know, well, or that's like, up to you. You're picking the next one. Or, like... Um, I don't really want to go too cosmic right away. That's where we faulted in DC. Yeah. Or like, Daredevil is funny. But we've had good Daredevil material. We have had good Daredevil material. I want someone who hasn't had any good material. And we understand the characters more than the writers do. Yeah? <laughs> who's gonna throw out? <laughs> Honestly... Looking at your giant poster right here, I think we could do a much better Miss Marvel than the writers did. But I don't know if we want to do two teenagers in a row. I always thought she would be... And plus, Marvel we would then have to same. establish that Captain Marvel is in fact in the same universe. Yeah. And we would keep her stretchy powers, because, like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what? There's Ghost Rider. That could be funny. I don't know a ton about the Inhumans. One guy doesn't talk. One lady has, like, a lot of hair. There's, like, a dog. There's, <laughs> like, a fish. In instead of... How about this? Instead of doing Avengers, we could just keep it small and just do Midnight Suns. But make our own team up. What I'm saying is, oh, we're I going wanted... from Spider-Man to Midnight Sun. <laughs> what I what I'm saying is, I want to do those street level characters. Oh, for now. Um, so you don't want to do the Avengers characters? Blade. Solo Blade. Do you know anything about Blade? <laughs> I don't know a little bit. He kills vampires here and there. He's half vampire, half. Human. All right, so we're doing Blade <laughs> next. Is... Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think we can actually do a good Blade movie. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. And plus, we so we're building up to Midnight Suns, or maybe possibly I don't know, because I do want to do Ghost Rider too. That would be funny. <laughs> Ghost Rider, bro. But like, actually, good this time. 
<laughs> we could do marble ruins. <laughs> imagine, imagine starting with, imagine starting with that. I don't know. Look at the dinosaur. That's pretty funny. Moon girl and devil dinosaur. We like, go as as obscure as that. Start Hawkeye off as an old guy. Uh, we could do whatever the fuck we want. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that's true. Start make Hawkeye an old guy. Are, so are we doing Blade or not? <laughs> I do want to do Blade. All right, we'll do Blade. I have it written down. We're doing Blade. Um, I do not have a monologue, but I do want to say that I have enjoyed sitting in your basement <laughs> recording these videos once a week. I've had a lot of funny memories down there, a.k.a our reactions to stuff and when we made the flash that was pretty good <laughs> that was pretty flash good. was probably one of the best rebooted week that we came that's actually so true with i would have to say friday the 13th is also was really good in my opinion the one with the oh when he was in new york yeah and he just massacred people and it was oh, a metaphor for reagan <laughs> for reagan <laughs> for the reagan era I mean, yeah, sure. Why not? I like that one. Um, <laughs> so, I did plan on possibly listening to old episodes, but the audio is really bad. <laughs> yep. And playing something into the mic isn't very great. <laughs> so, I'm going to say we don't do that. But, what do you notice that we have done now instead of before better, and do you like the change better mic better mic that's it <laughs> better, better mic. mic shorter news segments sometimes sometimes until it's today yeah i do like the shorter news segments because they take forever seems shorter now is that a bad thing no Oh, and, and we're not stuffing everything in one episode. I mean... Like, before, I remember, we'd do, like, reboot-its, and we'd do, like, th three movie reviews, and then we'd do, like, the Oscars, and then we'd do another reboot-it after. Ah, uh, so do you're a saying meme we're review, spacing it out more. And spacing it out more, and having those episode specials along with the news. That's what it feels like to me. Sure. No, I like that more. I... Like I, don't... I don't like four-hour episodes. This one's different because it's the one-year anniversary. It's it's different when this one's long. If we don't have anything to talk about one week, we'll just uh, figure something out. Yeah, we kind of just come up with it out of our <laughs> Like It's just pretty simple. So, I guess to tease the future... Um, we have a couple of things coming in. So first and foremost, I don't think we're going to call it season two. I think we're just going to keep going with the episode format. Um, cause like if we call it season two it make it feel like there's a change, but there's not really a change. Um, Emmys are in two weeks. Um, Barbie. Oppenheimer week. That's going to be fun. <laughs> um, there's... We will probably do... 
how many more game predictions should we do? Because it's early July and they usually announce it in like early November or like mid-November. Well, we have two big, two more big games. Starfield and Spider-Man. Spider I don't know if you want to wait for those or just wait until October when Spider-Man comes out. Or before they announce the nominees. Because we also have... Um, <clears throat> what We have uh, Fires of Rubicon oh, yeah, yeah. Armored Court in, in August. August. So I think we'll do two. Maybe. No. Three? Two. I mean, it's not like those... I mean, sometimes they take up a lot of time, but it's not like they take up too much time. No. When does... What games are coming out in September outside of that? Mortal Kombat? I think Baldur's Gate 3 comes out in September. So let's August. say the first week of October we do one. Predictions version 4. And then... The same week as the... Denis Villeneuve ranked. We do our final one. Oh, fuck. There you go. Broski. Um, do you want to do anything different going forward? Or are we just good with what we are at right now? I'm good. You good? I'm good. Imagine trying to make these one hour. Like, that would take a while. Um, Alright, we have to move on. We have to move on. You can't have any opinions. We have to keep going. <laughs> We're like one second over an hour, and we like that. We have to delete it. We, we have to start we... again. Oh my god. I'm good. We can. We're like one news story each. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. We will do a website, and we will do YouTube highlights. However, people are busy, so <laughs> we won't do it right away. <laughs> and it's not like when we promised Chomar Gaming and that went nowhere. We will do these two, just eventually. <laughs> Said the words of two lazy people. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think... It's easy for highlights. We just pick out a funny highlight. We'll have to find the Flash one and just do our Flash pitch as a whole video. I think, and I don't know how this would work, but I think we should do regular videos. Like about topics we have in mind. Like either as a joke, like your four-hour analysis of Doritos Crash Course. Or like if we just have like something on our mind, we could do videos for Chillmart and have Chillmart be the name and then there's just the Chillmart YouTube, the Chillmart podcast. Like Chillmart is the name, as opposed to Chillmart yeah, podcast the being the name. Chillmart. To just Chillmart, yeah. I don't know how you feel about that. I guess we're changing the name to Chillmart. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, just change okay. the name to Chillmart. So Stop then, like, when I want to talk about how much I fucking hate superhero movies in, like, a couple of weeks, <laughs> when, like, I don't know, Blue Beetle comes out and I think it's mid. <laughs> I'm just being like, our superhero movies die. And like, instead of ranting on it on the podcast, I could do a video or something. Crazy. But I think that video game movies are... Wait, gonna be the superhero movies are... 
really bad right now. And the video game movies are the future. <laughs> and I think John Fortnite is the next key in our survival. What? <laughs> Anywho, what do you think of that idea? Sounds good to me. Okay. Um, I will do the outro. I haven't done it in, like, six months. So I... <laughs> Alright, you may have to give me some help here because I'm not going to remember it all. So there's the Chill Mart podcast on YouTube. There's Chili Marty 69 on Twitter. There's just Chill Mart on Spotify. God damn it, what's Instagram? The real Chill The real Chill Mart <laughs> on Instagram. Thank you, thank you. Um... Because, you know, the celebrities always have the real... Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. That's why... Or it's like the official, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Maybe we'll change our logo. We'll go to MS Paint. We'll do something different. What? Just a giant dick. Uh, Okay. So, thank you all for hopping on to the one-year episode. Um, What? (laughs) <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, are you gonna like? Is this some BDSM? <laughs> Hunter, what kind of kinks are you showing me right now? <laughs> 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 <laughs>